Am I on? Is this thing on? Hey, hello, everybody. It's the Tuesday, August the 1st, 2023 edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, I can't believe we got here. How did we get here? August 1st. And, uh, well, I'm ready to rock the health world with you. I've got a couple of guests uh, coming in from England today. Yes, United Kingdom. You know that. You know where that is. You've heard of them. Good people. Yes to life. Uh, Robin Daly, also on UK Health Radio. Shout out to our friends on UK Health Radio that uh, hear the Robert Scott Bell Show. This uh, crazy Yankee that you, you're like, why is he on there? I don't know, but I love you guys. So thank you for being here uh, there. Also, a uh, new guest, Mark Lintern, uh, and he's got a cell suppression theory of cancer. I was just uh, reviewing a, uh, an introduction by my good friend um, from the Alliance for Natural Health UK and International. Uh, if we go back and let me see, I don't think we're going to play that today, but uh, I'm just blown away by what's, uh, what's happening here. The innovation that can occur when you're not locked into four walls or corners of those who would fund you and say you can only investigate these things, not other things. And so that, there's a big breakthrough there we'll talk about. Also in hour two, our friends from Nutritional Frontiers are back. Uh, Jamie Dorley, Christine Glein, and they've got all kinds of new stuff. And uh, boy, I'm bulking up heavyweight now, super creatine, got that muscle going. And uh, that's Nutritional Frontiers. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more. Thanks for being here. Share the show. And you want to win some of my uh, organic quality apricots from the garden? We got three bags to give away. I just gave away three on the uh, Zoom AMA yesterday. You'll learn how you could win some today. All right, here we go. The Robert Scott Bell Show begins now, Super Don. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, we're ready to rock the health world here. Uh, uh, computer seems to be working. Mysteries uh, yesterday. We got on anyway, but uh, here we go. Uh, folks, I just want to say, if you haven't yet called in the toll-free number, and this is specific to domestic U.S. because it's a potential giveaway for you, uh, I'm harvesting these uh, organic apricots faster than I can, but I can't I keep up. It's just too, ma too many uh, apricots. It's a great abundant thing. So I'm freeze-drying these things, and... I got so many, I want to give some away. And so uh, Super Don is monitoring the phones, and you can call us at 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL, uh, and just leave a message. That's it. You don't have to go live on the air. Just leave a message. Hey, why I listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show? Why I watch the Robert Scott Bell Show? And you'll be eligible to win. Now, for those of you listening on UK Health Radio, sorry, I can't send the apricots to England. Uh, customs, immigrants, they don't like that. I guess you could sneak them into Me through Mexico, but you won't reach the UK that way. That's only if you want to come to America, apparently. <laughs> anyway, if you want to just leave a message, 866-939-2355. We love hearing, hearing from you every once in a while. We like to hear, especially from the new folks that are like, oh, I, uh, I listen to it because Super Don is so awesome. You know, that's really the reason I'm here. Uh, he's the man. So there Oh you yeah, go. that happens all the time. Uh, well, it happens <laughs> sometimes. It does. You, admit, you have to admit it. That's a little bit anyway. Uh, so... Uh, anyway, it's good to see you, my friend. It's good that yeah. the, we got functional equipment. We had the great Zoom AMA for our patron supporters. I gave away three bags of apricots. You gave away from uh, some sovereign copper as well. 
And for those who are new to the show, thank you uh, for watching the Remedy docuseries that Ty and Charlene Bollinger have put on. And uh, it's fantastic. Yesterday, I, I spoke more about uh, nitric oxide as well as copper as it relates to cardiovascular health protection, recovery, regeneration of, uh, you know, tissue integrity within the vascular system, which has become so critical. Uh, I mentioned um, uh, the daughter of one of my best friends in the world, uh, their mother, they, two, they got two, two, they're two sisters, but the youngest one uh, apparently got three Pfizer jabs. Her mother is a medical doctor, a friend as well, but uh, has a, obviously a different view on that, but she was having that, that heavy heart chest kind of thing. She was here visiting her dad and uh, they were out, you know, doing some fun stuff and felt that thing going. I said, uh, you know, get on the Cardio Miracle, get on the copper, get on the selenium. Those are the things that we know can protect and regenerate a healthy tissue as well. Uh, another thing I mentioned yesterday, Super D, I, I won the challenge of the week last week in the gym, and it was a speed bag thing. So you, you have to hit that, that not the heavy bag, the speed bag, da 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 da, da you know, in a rhythm. And you got to keep it up after. That's the eighth round through. So your arms are already dead from seven previous rounds. And it's sort of like a testament to consistency when you're in shape. Now, the cardiovascular health, I, I blame Cardio Miracle in a good way. You know, I have such a good heart rate at this age. But hitting it in the musculature and then the growing of the musculature, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a heavyweight now, they said. Like, I've reached like 150 wow. pounds. Yeah. So I think they broke it up into, uh, uh, like, beginning, intermediate, and pro level. And I'm not pro level. Believe me, uh, Layla Ali could knock me out with one punch, right? She's amazing. But but just within the fitness realm, I just really enjoy it, the consistency and being able to be back and, and show that. And uh, if you guys, and tomorrow, uh, well, actually, no, no, second hour, we'll talk about it. The super creatine. I wouldn't take creatine until I found this formula from Nutritional Frontiers uh, because creatine alone, I think, is, is an imbalanced introduction. But having it the way they've done it, it's done well. And I've actually been able to put on muscle weight without really heavy lifting weights. Like I'm not in the gym lifting weights. I'm just more cardiovascular hit intense high intensity training with a little bit of weight but not much uh so very pleased with the progress there with the addition of that all right any other announcements before we target the uh, first uh subject which will be related to cardiovascular disease uh, and then we'll have our guests on from england in in just a moment yeah let's just jump right into it now the intriguing thing about this is like this is this should be old news right uh, we're talking early to mid 20th century news this is Fox News is reporting lead and other metal contaminants increase heart disease risk. Uh, this is according to the AHA, the American Heart Association. They says we need to do better. Well, AHA, you could have been doing better 70 years ago or more. When doctors, on a happenstance discovery, when they found out how to reverse lead toxicity, acute lead toxicity very rapidly, through the use of synthetic amino acids brought into the body intravenously. Again, this is an allopathic intervention, not a homeopathic in this case. And they were able to remove the lead and some other heavy metals very rapidly through synthetic amino acid chelation uh, kind of therapy, EDTA, uh, other things. And, you know, it was a perfectly legitimate, legitimate, let me say that, medical intervention for acute lead toxicity. No, not even controversial. Yep, it works. Now, when some doctors and scientists observed that there was another side effect, which we would actually call a side benefit to this, they found that it was clearing the coronary occlusions, the atherosclerotic growth, if you will, that would reduce the flow of blood to the heart and other areas of the vascular system. 
And when they did this EDTA, when they did this uh, chelation, IV chelation, again, we're talking 1940s, 1950s, and they found out that not only was it removing the lead and some heavy metals, but the arteries were clearing up again. And suddenly from legitimate allopathic intervention for life-saving measures due to acute lead toxicity, that same method of IV chelation became quackery. The same groups that praised it, including the American Heart Association now, they're not even talking about this at this moment, 70 plus years later, but or 80 plus years later. It's amazing. They then relegated, uh, again, an accepted scientific advancement and practice of chelation therapy, and they relegated it to quackery because it could threaten or would threaten the emerging field, again, 20th century uh, breakthroughs in, in, in surgical technology techniques, the breakthrough of cracking open your chest violently. I don't know. You could, I, you, they have movies about it called Saw, right? But they violently, cra- they open the chest, they go into the heart, and they take, well, first they take a vein from your leg and they reverse it, invert it, and then bypass the coronary occlusions, you heard that single bypass, double bypass, triple bypass, quadruple bypass, because of such occlusions that have developed. And, and it's like, oh my gosh, looks like the chelation is clearing that up. We can't have that because we've got this emerging field of we're going in surgically altering, doing it. And it's, of course, a multi-billion dollar industry and has made billions for those in the pharmaceutical medical profession. And so they're not above and beyond stomping on their own when that process within their own field or family threatens a more profitable a profitable venture. Because, you know, think about it. A few chelation treatments, IV chelation, may cost hundreds to thousands of dollars, again, in contemporary sense, much cheaper back then, versus 100000 200,000 quarter million dollars for all of the care of a surgical intervention as brutal and vicious as a, as a bypass surgery. And, and so, you know, I see a headline like this, lead and other medical contaminants increase heart disease risk. AHA warns we need to do better. Our American Heart Association, the buffoons that still think cholesterol causes heart disease, even though it doesn't. And this goes back to Super Don's rant about lead water pipes. Let me tell. Oh, yeah, there you are. Almost. Yeah, no, I'll give you an abbreviated version because, you know, actually, let me just point out in this article at Fox News, they do bring up the chelation side of things. Mm -hmm. So we'll give them credit for that. Yep. Um, The EDTA. But not AHA. They don't endorse it. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. (laughs) Probably not. The American Heart Association profits more from the big, big money surgeries that it promotes. But the, you know, the the lead pipes there, I mean, they're they're pointing out, oh, lead pipes, it's getting Mm -hmm. the lead in the water. No. Duh. I mean, it's like, this is not something new. No, we just need to send all that money that could clean up the lead pipes to Ukraine. That's what we're doing. You know, I mean, they estimate, you know, nationwide, 50, it's like $50 billion, they say. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I'm sure would end up being more than that because there's other things that would be involved in that. But sure. You know, I mean, come on. You're telling me that, 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 you know, the government, we're, we're hearing these stories all the time. If you follow in the politics and stuff. You know, they're spending billions of dollars on this, billions of dollars on that. And you're telling me that somebody can't, like, stand up, make the case, and go, you know what? Lead in the water, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's killing people. In this particular report, they say they, they, say they can see as many as 450,000 heart uh, disease deaths a year could be attributed to lead. Yeah. 
and it's like you really you're telling me that you can't make a case that somebody can just cut a check. You're cutting mm-hmm. checks up there in 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 DC for all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You you can't you can't come up with fifty billion dollars uh, to just replace the pipes and, and, and let's like stop deaths. Or, you know, I mean, no, come are on. They, are they interested in 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 stopping these deaths? No. If they would, if they were, they would have done it's it. It's too expensive. It. Oh, shut yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. It's amazing what we're witnessing yeah. here. And so, uh, yeah, kudos again, Fox News. I think they, they can't deny the reality of, of that. And I'm not even saying that everybody has to do intravenous chelation. I think, you know, if we go into high-level antioxidant therapies, even orally uh, uh, administered, like the Folium products, the Folium PX, I think you're going to find it. It does extraordinary uh, things for the vascular system. The Cardio Miracle, showing evidence of reduction of these plaques as we reduce blood pressure and we open up the flow of blood. There's so many things. Selenium, copper, we've talked about the combination there, uh, protecting the heart and the cardiovascular system, the venous system. There's so many things that would preclude you ever needing to have a bypass surgery or even intravenous chelation. And we had, you know, our dearly departed friend, Dr. Batar used to talk about that, you know, when you, somebody would call him a natural doctor, he says, what is it that I do that's natural? When he, when he was talking about responding to the uh, vaccine-induced uh, metal toxicity, heavy metal toxicity, mercury, uh, and he would do uh, these synthetic amino acids intravenously and transdermally to bind and excrete. Now we have zeolites as well. Selenium plays a huge role there. Uh, there are many things that can reduce the toxicity that results in inflammation of the cardiovascular system that results in the patching and repairing needed to keep you alive so you don't die of internal bleeding with no sign or symptom at all. And then years later, you blame the the, the protective element that kept you alive long enough old to, you're old enough to have a heart attack. You wouldn't even need the heart attack if you understood that eating toxic food being exposed to genetically modified organisms, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, heavy metals, um, if you weren't exposed chronically to that, you'd likely not have that situation in the, in, the, in the vascular system. And remember, too, that the same cause of heart disease is the same cause of inflammation of the uh, skeletal system, arthritis, very often. It plays itself out differently in different bodies because we all have unique metabolism, strengths, and weaknesses. Where are your weak points? It will go there. And then when we go to cancer, I would argue that a lot of this is related to that as well. In certain bodies, these same elements, toxicological burdens on the body, maybe uh, endogenous, uh, what we call uh, uh, metabolic waste products not being excreted appropriately, left leaving the body, and or environmental exposures, abnormal toxics not made by man. Well, I'm sorry, not made by God, but by man. And that impacts over time uh, cancer manifestations. Now, we're going to talk about a new way to address cancer based on a new or newer theory or a different theory. And as I mentioned, uh, uh, Dr. Robert Verkirk from the Alliance for Natural Health, ANH, he uh, he did an intro, a little video on this uh, website called cellsuppression.com. And uh, this is where we learn about Mark Lintern, who's, uh, I think, a graphic designer. And I love that. Not a trained scientist that can see through and beyond and uh, above and beyond these four bo- walls or eight walls, six walls, whatever you want to do, do the box thing. One, one, two, or three dimensions, and saying maybe it's this. This doesn't that, that doesn't make sense. Maybe it's this, and you posit these things that are, you know, her, her, heretical, sacrilege, in the church of pharmaceutical mysticism with it, when it comes to cancer, much less heart disease or other things. And introducing Mark in a moment is my friend, all the way from the United Kingdom. We met when I was there eight years ago. From yes to life. Robin Daly, chair, chairman and founder. What a great guy doing such good work in the UK with Yes to Life, your options for cancer, really supporting those that want some integrated, more natural approaches to overcome 
much less prevent cancer. Robin, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's been eight years since I was out there with you, buddy. It's good to see you. It certainly has. A very long time. Yeah, really good to see you too, Robert. Um, see so you're still uh, at it there, uh, pumping out the information. Well, I couldn't I couldn't stop if, if you tried. It is my journey, you know, to health that I couldn't shut up about. And it's like that for any of us that have had health challenges or had loved ones with health challenges. Maybe they lost their battle with cancer or other things. And we dedicate our lives to do better, to find out what we didn't know so that others don't have to suffer the same fate. And I know that you are all about that as well, Robin. Yeah, absolutely. I was unfortunate enough to lose my daughter at 23, um, having had cancer three times actually in her short life. And uh, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot. Yeah, yes to life.org.uk. He's having some dis- di- di- difficulties. I don't know if anybody's censoring you there, Robin, but uh, you're back. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, you know, we got to see the good, the bad, and the ugly of the health system uh, as concerns cancer. I mean, you know, there was some good stuff for sure. And uh, she, uh, well, only a few years before would have very likely died at age nine, in fact. So the fact she had another uh, more than a decade of life after that was uh, a testament to that. But there were massive shortcomings for sure as well. And uh, in fact, the, the harder I looked, the more shortcomings I found. Mm. And uh, so, you know, around the time that she had cancer for the third time, we started talking about doing something to try and plug the gap to try and uh, supply just some of the information that we'd found out uh, about uh, other approaches that can be so helpful. And um, that was the beginnings of Yes to Life. And we've been going nearly 20 years now. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased to say that yeah, 20 years later, actually, people are listening. Actually, it's, we started out as a bunch of lunatics, you know. Yeah, they were calling you names and trying to, yeah. you know, all of that. I know, we know. And, and yeah. you know, in the in the United Kingdom, you have your NHS. It's a socialized yeah. single-payer system. Uh, mm-hmm. Some in America clamor for that. And I say, you know what? It's not all you think it is, especially when you talk about cancer therapies. None of these things that you talk about that are in addition to or maybe could be an integrative or replacement for are covered just like in America in our system of non-socialized medicine, but corporate socialized medicine. They don't cover anything like natural therapies, detoxification therapies, the big three chemo, radiation and surgery, wherever they may be warranted. And I've never said, let's call for a ban. I want people to have the availability of all options that they should have, but it shouldn't be that and nothing else. And, you know, in Canada, same thing. You find that the system that is supposed to be compassionate and caring for you doesn't when it comes to these chronic diseases that are often caused due to toxicological burdens and or nutrient deficiencies rather than, you know, a deficiency of a a chemical that could kill a healthy person. So your journey has been quite extraordinary in what you've had to learn and teach as well and be compassionate to those who are locked into a system that they didn't know there was anything but that. Mm. Well, you know, it's got its strengths. You know, actually in the UK, people generally love the, the NHS, even though it's completely on its knees at the moment. Um, but uh, uh, it is, you know, when, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, something totally urgent, you know, um, it can uh, pick you up off the street and put you back together again, whoever you are. And that's a great thing, you know, there's no doubt about it. Um, but when it comes to chronic disease, 
uh, it it doesn't do well at all. It's well recognized. It just doesn't do. It uses all the wrong tools, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, applies the same kind of uh, thinking that was applied to these emergency situations to chronic situations, and they just really don't apply. So, um, you know, I think that the public now is beginning to become aware of the fact that actually there is a bit more to it than is being uh, told to them down at the oncology ward. And um, <clears throat> and even uh, a lot of uh, younger doctors are beginning to look further afield, I'm pleased to say. Nice. And uh, we're, we're getting, as I said, much better um, credibility ratings, if you like, these days than we used to. We've, seen, we've gone from being lunatics to being like, well, common sense. Hey, I like that medicine. That <laughs> makes sense. You know? yeah. I love that. I mean, it's really good feeling. <laughs> Well, and there's a lot of skeptics that are out of the UK. I mean, we've we've yeah. talked about the Center for like Digital Hate, countering digital hate uh, right now. That's impacting us in the U.S. and uh, Bobby Kennedy, are for, who's running for president now, and as well as Ty and Charlene Bollinger, have been recipients of this kind of hatred, if you will, for anything that didn't uh, uh, first get approved by a government agency for health, healing, or otherwise. And we've seen how many mistakes were made by the establishment during COVID. And, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, one of my best friends, his daughter is now having cardiac issues after having three uh, of the, uh, the Pfizer jabs or injections. So uh, we've got to look outside the pharmaceutical medical box, the allopathic monopoly, whether it be in England or Canada or U.S. or Australia or the rest of, of Europe. There are ancient forms of medicine that have been around for thousands and thousands of years, some of which may be much more adept at uh, preventing and treating things like cancer. But then again, understanding what cancer is, I don't think the allopaths really truly know. Their theories aren't holding a lot of water right now. And you connected with a guy named Mark Lintern, and he established a, a theory that doesn't easily fit within the confines, perhaps, of what they call traditional oncology. Mm, absolutely right. Well, he contacted me, to be precise. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, he had an extraordinary journey of seven years working on his own, losing friends who said he was a nutcase. Um, but doing his own research, he became determined to find something uh, that made sense in cancer because he had cancer himself and he'd lost a dear friend to cancer. And he was completely riled by the fact that so much uh, nonsense was being used as the basis for cancer treatment it was clearly not only um, unproven, it was, it was actually disproven at this point. And uh, so he was just determined to keep on until he found something worth finding and uh, extraordinary journey he, he went on so I'm sure he'll tell you more about himself but um, you know eventually he wrote me a letter and said right okay I've got this thing what am I going to do now and uh, that's where our journey started together so it's been an exciting one and one I never expected to be on I've got to say. Well, let's uh, bring Mark into the mix here uh, from CellSuppression.com. He also has a book uh, of a similar title, uh, Different Theory of Cancer. May link to some things that we've discussed over the years here. It might not be totally new to everybody, but certainly I am anxious to hear about it. Mark, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you, Robert. Nice to be here. Great to see you. And again, it's nice to see a, a, a nice evening of brightness there in England where you're further north and you get those long nights in the summer, or I say short nights, but long light. And uh, you're experience as, as Robin introduced it, having gone through cancer, knowing people that have died of it or the treatment for it, uh, something stimulated you to think outside the oncological box, partly because you weren't trained within it. Yeah, I think that's been a, a huge aspect to um, the journey I've taken and to be able to think 
possibly, like I say, outside the box. Um, I think the big thing for me was that, like a lot of people, I was disenfranchised by what I heard from uh, my oncologist and my doctor. Um, my initial issue was that um, I'd been diagnosed. Um, I, was I was lucky because I had it surgically removed. Um, we caught it quite early, but I, I asked the question, you know, what exactly caused my particular type of cancer? Because I wanted to prevent it in the future, but neither my oncologist or my uh, doctor could tell me. So I did a little bit of research myself. Um, it lasted about four months until I had my cancer, particular cancer resolved. But in that four months, I came across alternative views, um, uh, alternative theories. And the more I started looking into the DNA side aspect of things, the somatic mutation theory, uh, the more it became obvious that scientists themselves and doctors themselves were struggling to understand the complexity involved. And it didn't seem, I felt like I was disenfranchised from the, from the point of view that there was, um, on the one hand, we were being told categorically that mutations cause cancer. But then when you delve below the surface, you found that there was this chaos, basically. They couldn't confirm that this was actually true. And they were struggling to find the actual link, the actual uh, combination of DNA mutations that could uh, generate the disease. So that was the first four months. Um, and then my cancer resolved itself. So I just went back to normal life for a short while until a friend of mine, unfortunately, developed cancer at 30. Um, so I picked up the research baton again to try and help her look at alternative perspectives um, and other options. Um, but she went down the conventional route and sadly passed away after a year. Mm. Now, at this point, I've done a, a deep dive of a year and four months into uh, the industry. And um, some of the stuff I was researching um, compared to some of the stuff she was being advised to take or the, the protocol she was using, um, I knew at that point that they weren't going to be beneficial. So, for instance, she was being provided with Avastin, an angiogenic drug. And uh, the research I'd done at, the, at that time was that it may haunt the cancer short term, but long term, it will probably stimulate its cancer stem cells. So I knew this, but... I was in a quandary between her and her family and, you know, it was really difficult for her. She was caught between a rock and a hard place. This was happening to her, of course, and I had no uh, particular qualification, uh, medical qualification at the time. So, you know, it, I didn't expect her to listen to me, but all I could do was, was be there for her and only provide her with information that she wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she passed away. So with that information that I'd researched, um, it angered me with what happened because I did. I, I believe that there there could have been a different outcome. Uh, in that time, I've done a lot of research, listened to a lot, a lot of documentaries. I mean, you mentioned um, Ty and Charlene Bollinger there. I listened to their Quest for the Cures uh, nine-part documentary series and various others. And listened to all sorts of lectures, lectures from uh, prolific um, scientists. And I thought, well, I've, I've gained a certain level of information. There's clearly something else we should be looking at here because there's something quite wrong with the mainstream view of the disease. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to doc document it in a, in, a, in a brochure just so that if family and friends uh, end up getting the disease, we won't have the same reoccurrence of the situation that I had with my friend Sam. So I could provide them with that information and they would hopefully realise that there's other ways of looking at the disease and treating it. Now, um, as I started doing that, I delved a bit deeper into the research and I just got en en involved really, real, really deeply in um, this notion that 
or this realization that cancer, the underlying cause of cancer was unknown, despite the many theories that were there. Mm. So that drew me into more and more research. And I was thinking that this would take me possibly uh, two, three years, but uh, lo and behold, it seven, eight years later in the end, um, I was still at it and had eventually come up with um, a brand new theory that um, essentially explains all 10 of the Hannah Hannah Weinberg hallmarks. And what I found in that process of doing that, I contacted quite a number of scientists early on when I started developing my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, out of 50 scientists, only one responded. And that was Professor Thomas Seafried, um, which is pretty amazing. He's, he, personally, I think he's an absolutely great guy and what he's done for the metabolic theory is fantastic. Um, but just the fact that he had, he had so much time for me a non-scientist to actually put forward these ideas in uh, a manner which was probably quite confusing to him um, using my uh, layperson vernacular. Mm. Um, but he was there. So he, he guided me and, and suggested, well, if, if I want to produce anything credible, I have to explain these 10 hallmarks of cancer. And so that's the route I went down. And, and lo and behold, after these eight years, that's exactly what I've done. And, and I've explained um, quite a number of other, other conditions that remain unexplained uh, over and above those 10 hallmarks. Mark, uh, pause for a moment, because in the span of time we have on the air together yep. today, we're not right. going to be able to cover everything, obviously. And I want to encourage people to go to your website, cellsuppression.com. And I appreciate Rob and also for connecting us and and also uh, that Robert Verkirk, who also appeared in some of the Ty Bollinger series on, on the Quest for the Cures and other things. Very, very smart people around the world, not always getting the acknowledgement or accolades, maybe not even after them. Uh, that have theories that are alternate to, you know, whether it be uh, mutational theories or uh, genetic uh, theories, etc. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated by all of these discussions. There's so much more to this than than just a simple, uh, you know, turn of a, a mutation, so to speak. So, so can you? And again, it's at cellsuppression.com. There's also a book called The Cancer Resolution Question Mark that you can get. Uh, is there a, a, a simple way you can introduce this cell suppression theory? Because it, it indicates some things that might make sense to people, but as it relates to cancer uh, through all of that research. Yeah, I'll try and, and do that really quickly. So um, all mainstream theories, metabolic aneuploid theory, stem cell theory, somatic mutation theory, they tend to uh, fall under the same paradigm. And that paradigm is that... Um, Cancer is a result of the cell going wrong or cell malfunction. Uh, so it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's carcinogens, infection, it causes damage to the cell and the cell gains autonomy and d- decides to grow out of control by its own accord. Okay. Um, I've developed a, a, a separate view to that, and that is that um, the cell is actually being suppressed. So it's not cell malfunction, it's cell suppression. Your mm-hmm. cells are not actually acting against your own body. They're actually acting to try and protect you but they're trying to protect you from um, a, a, an external threat, an infection, an opportunistic fungal pathogenic infection that takes mm-hmm. advantage of chronic inflammation uh, and damage to the cell over a long period of time, so long as it's present in the tissue at the time it's there. So this is a, this is a situation where, in part of my research, I was looking at the hallmarks. One of the hallmarks that needs to be explained is the Warburg effect. Professor T- Seafree suggests that it's, the broken aspect of oxfos the energy system is broken therefore you get a switch in energy and cancer develops however that's in contention 
So when I was looking at it, I came across a paper which which highlighted that the Warburg, a Warburg-like uh, response can be triggered by infection. And this was a light bulb moment for me. At first, I didn't realize that it was as, as light bulbs that I realized, uh, as I concluded, mm -hmm. because I thought this had been studied already and discounted. But when I looked in the literature, I couldn't find anyone suggesting that infection through a, a, a mechanism of suppression of the Warburg effect was causing the disease. I realized this was completely novel, or as far as I've done the research to find that out. Um, so what I'm suggesting is that um, when the opportunity arises, when carcinogens are abound and toxic, uh, um, tissue uh, occurs, damage to the tissue occurs, you have this situation which favours opportunistic uh, fungal pathogens. The iron overload, the lactic acid that's produced, actually um, stimulates the virulence of these pathogens if they're present in the tissue, and it suppresses the immune system at the site of damage. So you've got this environment mm. which allows these pathogens to become intracellular, and in that process, the Warburg effect is stimulated and if the pathogen is not dealt with because the immune system is weak because of the carcinogens, the pesticides and what have you, lack of nutrition, then you're going to have a situation where these um, pathogens become resident and the Warburg right. effect is sustained, mm -hmm. which explains the Warburg effect essentially. We're talking about the Otto Warburg, you know, for those that want to research this further, um, going back in the scientific history, 20th century and other things. But uh, this really aligns much with what, what I call the law of the terrain things that Antoine Bechamp posited. Now you can yeah. go into the minutia and details of what's happening when you have a toxic, polluted, deficient terrain. But it's interesting you use the term suppression because this has been the battle between homeopathic medicine and allopathic medicine. That allopathic medicine, as Robin mentioned earlier, it's fantastic for acute injury, for instance, putting a soldier who's been riddled with bullets, patching him up and getting back on the battlefield. Uh, but to apply that concept to chronic disease, which is a completely different uh, animal, so to speak, uh, it, it just is that square peg and round hole. You're not acknowledging what's gone on metabolically in that time frame, what's really the challenge, the difference between acute and chronic. And we come back to suppression again, suppressing something the body intelligently is trying to do or that which um, – man purposefully suppresses through medicine, or in this case, as you've identified, certain metabolic, I don't know if I can call them an aberration, just or a, a normal nominal response, if you will, for survival in the midst of a challenge like fungal. Now, there have been um, a number of doctors and scientists over the years that have posited cancer is caused by a fungus or cancer is a fungus. I remember Tullio Simoncini out of Italy. Um, there are other folks here in America that have talked about it, but Maybe you can elaborate further on the relationship between the, these fungal species, which in nature, certain fungal species are inherent or, or are critical for the breakdown of decaying matter for recycling in nature to become new life forms, so to speak, where it, it, it fits in with the realm of something that's not well will be broken down versus that which is well will be supported in natural processes. Yeah, so we're not talking about um, an infection which would, uh, uh, pathogens uh, constantly all the time. We're, we're talking about the fact that and we have commensal um, microbiome mm -hmm. within many of the tissues within the body that we're now finding. And um, uh, a lot of them working for the benefit uh, of, of the human being. But there are particular um, opportunistic uh, species that become pathogenic when uh, certain situations become favorable for them to acquire the nutrients uh, they need to survive and thrive. Now, uh, going back to the terrain thing, um, uh, which is, uh, uh, I think, uh, posited by uh, Mina Bissell and, and co. 
when you damage that terrain, you are going to produce a system whereby um, if you have opportunistic pathogens, opportunist microorganisms present, they will take advantage of that and utilize the they will thrive in that environment where they couldn't before. Exactly, exactly. So they're, they're being controlled by the the beneficial bacteria or the, the immune system when it's at full strength. Mm -hmm. Well, this fits well within those who have had a holistic concept or viewpoint, those who have, and, and sorry, bring Robin back into the mix. I know he's been coming and going with the connection there in the United Kingdom. There he is. And, and Robin, you know, the idea that there should be a battle between allopaths and homeopaths, I'm not advocating that either. I realize there's a place for all of it, but again, you, when you apply it improperly in the wrong place, wrong time, you can create a scenario where, as Mark is pointing out, you've actually created the environment conducive for cancer's growth. Absolutely right. I mean, antibiotics would be a, a classic example. That overuse of has actually damaged people's immunity and, and created an environment which is, uh, you know, great for opportunistic uh, microorganism. Exactly. And, you know, that's why when I was in England, what, eight years ago for your, the Yes to Life event, I think I spoke on silver then. And I found out even more in support of the microbiome biodiversity, which is not Im impacted negatively by silver, even though it's considered a natural antibiotic, but a, a broad spectrum antimicrobial in reality that has, again, no negative impact on the biodiversity, whereas the antibiotics are completely devastating and bring on the opportunistics, if you will, because they alter the terrain in such a negative fashion rather than being regenerative, they're degenerative. So there are ways to manage uh, even like my kids are now 23 and 18. They've never once had an antibiotic in their life. And they've had infections. How is that possible? They should be dead according to modern medicine. They've not been vaccinated either. Uh, so these are the things that we need to discuss and find out why are healthy people healthy? You know, and we forget to ask that because we'd learn a lot and see how the metabolism of the cell works. Whereas when the, the, the terrain is altered, what can manifest? And again, Mark, it sounds like you've come out of, I, I won't say left field, but you understand not being in the scientific uh, uh, realm and, and breaking through like this with the cell suppression theory. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not um, uh, I'm not um, akin to any particular bias or looking at any particular view. I, I was I've been free to look at everything objectively, essentially, mm. uh, which I don't think necessarily occurs in institutionalized uh, education. Because um, from what I can gather, you go into uh, as a, a medical student, you go into cure cancer in a way. You learn about the disease, but you're told in those medical textbooks that. DNA mutation is the underlying cause. And then because it's such a complex subject, when you go into that field, you're not going to start questioning it because you, you're trying to work out this complex disease. And if you're if you're being told that this is the underlying mechanism, it's proven, then why would you question it? That's the thing. Uh, but the in interesting thing and the question that was driving me a lot was when I was mm -hmm. doing my research into alternatives. Uh, and it became obvious that um, natural compounds from organic foods could um, selectively uh, kill cancer cells. That was one thing that I, I was really interested in. I thought, well, why? Why is that? Um, it's obvious that this, this is this is the reality. So that all, this, all the evidence points to this, um, and that was one of the main things I was trying to answer. And I would answer that through the process of if you've got an intracellular pathogen which has stimulated the Warburg effect, and then is surviving intracellularly, it's suppressing apoptosis, it's uh, suppressing all these other functions that the cell would normally. Um, uh, arranged to try and defeat the, the pathogen um, um, and it's uh, if that's the process if you're adding in say cannabis oil or whatever else these these 
compounds, natural compounds, are antifungal. A lot, along with a lot of uh, the repurposed drugs, if you look at the beneficial drugs, they're anti antifungal in nature as well. Mm. Um, now, if you're applying these to uh, a tumor, tumor say, then what you're actually potentially doing is killing the pathogen that's controlling cell pre preventing apoptosis or cell death. Once you do that, the cell can either revert back to homeostasis or it will commit apoptosis, cell death, if the, the damage to the cell has reached a certain threshold. Yeah. And this explains why natural compounds can be or, or seem to be so selective against uh, cancer cells as opposed to healthy cells. If they're, if they're directly affecting a particular pathway, which is what the suggestion is, why, why aren't they affecting that particular pathway in the healthy cell is, mm. would be my argument. And it just seems to fit so well when you realize this fungal link to the antimicrobial compounds in natural, natural compounds, that, they, that would explain why those compounds are so selective. Mark, is your book available here in the U.S. Uh, where we originate is, this show yeah. from? It is. Okay. So if you guys check it out, this, uh, cellsuppression.com. I don't know, Super Don, if you have a direct link to the uh, the book as well, but I know we have the link. There it is. Thank you. Can't The Cancer Resolution, Cancer Reinterpreted Through Another Lens, a uh, revolutionary new book apparently available now. So if you click on that link, does it? oh, it takes you right to Amazon. So, yeah, it is available uh, and, and there as well. So we'll make it easy for those of you who want to go further because, again, we can't do justice to this very complex topic. As you said, Mark, it took, what, seven, yeah, seven, eight years since the last eight time years. I was in eight years since that when I was back in the UK. And at that point, I don't think you had interacted with uh, Robin yet uh, as you had reached out to him much later. Robin. Seven years into the journey. Wow. We, I was hanging out with Robin before he knew you. How weird is that? <laughs> Yeah, so Mark wrote me a letter, uh, basically saying, okay, I've got something here, but uh, what, what next? What do I do with this? How, how am I going to get this out to the world? And he, he'd written the book uh, to, uh, to inform people with cancer. He hadn't written it as a science textbook. He wanted people with cancer to get this information because he realized that that, that direct route was essential if the information was going to be used in any way. And uh, so... Um, I think that's why he came to me, because, of course, Yes to Life is a patient-facing organization. We're there to inform patients about resources they can uh, find to help themselves. So uh, that was the beginning of, of a journey we had together, which was, yeah, pretty intense. I mean, I, I got my head in so, deep into some cancer science like I never have before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I, you know, I understand a lot more than I used to as a result. And... Uh, I came to appreciate the fantastic uh, logic and uh, the sheer depth that, that Mark had gone into in order to produce his theory, you know, the amount of evidence he'd built up and the, the fact it is so it so comprehensively answers the questions about cancer. It doesn't answer just this one or that one. It just tells you about cancer full stop in the round. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, that's an extraordinary thing. And uh, I think... Uh, for me also, it's some of the common sense things about cancer, which uh, is so satisfying uh, in the way he explains them. Because uh, as Mark said at the beginning of his uh, explanation, cancer is seen as cells that have gone wrong and they've got a mind of their own. You know, they're attacking you. And I mean, that's like, well, 
what's that? It's just like Middle Ages sort of, you know, spell stuff, isn't it? You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like nobody can tell you what a mind of its own means or where it got it from or what's going on, yeah? It just doesn't make any sense. But a cell that's been attacked by an outside invader, a threat, and is being suppressed and therefore is not able to act in the way that it normally would, Pick up on that, Mark. Again, he's coming and going with the connection there. Yeah. It, so I think he was going to say something roughly like it, it's not able to act um, in a way on its own. The cell seems to be like it's parasitic, like it has got a mind of its own. However, it's actually its actions reflect the action of the parasitic microorganism inside the cell, mm. which clearly wants to survive. Um, and a tumor itself, if if those cells were trying to survive, it doesn't make sense that as they grow in their individualized fashion, they would kill the patient and then kill the host and then kill themselves. Well, if you look at it from a perspective of a fungal pathogen, it doesn't, it actually wants the patient to, to uh, unfortunately pass away because it gains access once the person is dead. Uh, It gets access to the nutrients um, more easily. And of course Mm. we bury people a lot. Obviously, we create them now as well, but it just gives those pathogens uh, much easier access to the nutrients they uh, wish to. Right. Apply. So that we would explain it this way. I think that cancer is, is part of, uh, again, a life cycle of the cell yeah. uh, given certain circumstances. And it's part of that regeneration of, of life or, if you will, of physical material matter. Right. I, I perceive and everybody's got a different belief on this, that we are spiritual beings first entering into the physical realm and we inhabit a body and. We often don't know how to take care of it because we become so smart that we won't honor the cellular processes and learn the wisdom of the cell that was created by something far smarter than all of us. Uh, and yet, again, the, the battle against cancer has been one of primarily warfare terminology because we looked at it as an enemy as opposed to a normal life process given certain circumstances. Let's correct the circumstances and watch the cell go back into that beneficial behavior, so to speak, life-sustaining behavior. Mm. Yeah, in my opinion, we need to be helping the body um, as opposed to targeting it with toxic um, solutions that are actually uh, working against the body's natural healing ability. Um, That would be the end result, really. And we see that with a lot of people who have gone down the the, um, natural uh, treatment path. Not to say that everyone has been successful down that route, but then that's because we don't know what we're actually targeting with these treatments. And this is where I hopefully I can identify a particular main mechanism that could be driving the disease. Robin, I see on your page, yestolife.org.uk, there are events. Again, I attended one eight years ago. It was a great event, and you continue to do wonderful things there in England. It looks like the next one, if I'm reading this correctly, is the 7th of October, 2023, uh, in London. You and your cancer team conference, building your integrative cancer care team. Tell me a little bit about this for those that want to travel there and see you. Right. Yeah, this is um, uh, our annual conference. It's live, you know, in-person event in central London. Um, We're bringing together a fantastic lineup of uh, experts to do both to speak and also to lead a massive workshops, which you'll be able to choose between attend. So very experiential day. Um, it's, you know, if, if you're somebody who's sort of uh, newly diagnosed with cancer and really doesn't know what's out there, this is just like, a, you know, a, the fastest possible way to uh, absorb a huge amount of information on 
what could interest you and uh, you know what could be there to help you so uh, a, a lot of the names there you may recognize these are great people uh, they're all uk mm -hmm. uh, well not entirely no that's not true they're, but they're, most of them are from the uk um, but we do have some great people these days so um, uh, very proud to be hosting this event well uh, mark is going to be there or people might be discussing the the suppression theory absolutely yeah yeah can't wait to uh this is part of the journey now for me um is trying to get the information out there really and have conversations with people yeah but we did we had an amazing event that we did together me and mark that's what mm -hmm. the work we did was to find a way to present his theory and to have it uh, critically uh looked at and um, so we uh, put on this event in February, which was called Cancer Through Another Lens. And we had three panels of experts working in that. We had uh, a panel of cancer scientists. A panel of uh, cancer clinicians mm -hmm. and um, a, a panel of three uh, cancer experts. And um, we also invited an audience of medical professionals as well. Uh, of, of which around just over 200 medical experts uh, attended. And if you want to carry on there, Robin, I've just explained the panel. Uh, Robin, thanks for filling in there. Yeah, he, did, he, didn't, there, he didn't miss a beat. Robin, were there, were, there <laughs> any, were there any fisticuffs, any fistfights, pugilistic stuff going on, or was everybody there genuinely to learn sincerely? Because, you know, I'm a little no, bit skeptical they were, and cynical of these things. This is the great thing about it, is that, yeah. you know, we had these three very different panels, uh, so some of the patient experts, one panel, and heavy-duty cancer scientists as well. And they were all, uh, there's due respect given all round to everybody's opinion. Nice. And uh, all of these people, both the panelists and the 200 people in the audience, had an opportunity to give a confidence vote in every single step of Mark's argument as he presented his theory. Wow. And. Uh, by the end of this, we got all sorts of uh, data we could mill about every single point and uh, we can delve into. But overall, uh, Mark got an average of nearly 7.5 out of 10 for his entire theory from all these people, which is an astonishing sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, applause for what he'd yeah. done really, and, and recognition of it. So uh, it was very satisfying. And we got, you know, there were there were highlights in there where, you know, uh, like top UK scientists, uh, uh, Professor Michael DeSanti gave him 10 for having presented a coherent mechanism of cancer. So, you know, th that sort of thing is, uh, well, obviously marvellous for Mark at the end of his immense solo journey he'd been on. But also it says, look, wake up world, there's something to look at here. Even if it's not exactly right, it's, this is pushing the envelope. There's something to be looked at. So, Mark, have you retired from your graphic design career to become a PhD researcher? Uh, not quite yet. It's a bit of a slow burn because I've had to spend uh, quite a bit of time going back to my uh, original job. But I'm hoping that book sales will, will pick up and people will get to hear about this a lot more so that I can then focus on this full time. Nice. Well, I'm encouraging everybody that wants to learn more about uh, cancer and, and per perhaps uh, other theories of explanation that can help in the prevention and or recovery for those that are suffering. Um, Mark, great work. I, I just look forward to meeting you one day, whether it be in UK or if you're on a world tour with this uh, and the book. 
but we have it linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. Uh, the day, if you're catching it live, is August 1st, 2023. Uh, their conference coming up, the Yes to Life conference coming up October 7th, 2023 in London. If you guys are in the neighborhood or anybody, uh, would love to make it back there eventually. I know we've got con- conferences all over the world simultaneous to that, but I'm glad to hear and, and let folks know that listen to this show there or elsewhere about what you are doing. And Robin, thanks for also reaching out and connecting us all. Uh, absolute pleasure. It's so great to uh, reconnect with you and uh, to have a chance to talk about all Mark's work, you know, what's going on at Yes Life. Yeah, the message needs to keep being pushed out. There's so many people need to hear this stuff. Indeed. Well, listen, Robin, Mark, you're welcome back anytime. Shout out to all my friends also on UK Health Radio listening in now or later. And uh, gosh, it's nice when we can make the world a little smaller to be able to connect like this and share this information. I'm glad your book is out for everybody to read. Thank you very much. It's an actual pleasure to speak to you. All right, Mark. Thanks so much. Thanks, Robin. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. All right. Have a wonderful evening there in England where the light stays up a little bit longer unless you're way in the northern hemisphere at that at those latitudes uh and uh, at this point we're enjoying our summer here but what a great great uh, reunion and also meeting someone new like mark uh creating uh the possibilities of uh different understandings different acknowledgements of pathways to explain cancer which is still a mystery to much of the official oncological field so i think this is uh, really moving moving the uh, the needle if you will maybe not having to ne- to use needles either anymore for cancer therapy All right, something else that could precipitate cancer, uh, intestinal uh, diseases, inflammation of the bowel. Look at this in the United Kingdom. No, this is in the United States. More than 2 million people in the United States have inflammatory bowel disease. And we were talking about microbiome issues with uh, Mark and Robin. And we think about, yeah, you can say site-specific inflammation is site-specific inflammation. But when it's in the gut, in the bowel, it's not just there. It is likely systemic, and of course, everything that happens in the gut will impact everything else everywhere in the body. You know, gut-brain connection, endocrine, uh, so so many systems, uh, nervous system inclusive. So uh, this groundbreaking study, apparently, and we have it linked up, it's from WebMD. Uh, they say it estimates nearly 1 in 100 Americans have inflammatory bowel disease. I don't know if that's accurate. I think it might be more, but maybe there's more undiagnosed because much of my young life, you know, my first 24 years of life, I was dealing with uh, inflammatory bowel diseases. And it took a couple of intense years of working homeopathically and holistically in other ways and cleaning up my diet to reduce not the just the inflammation, but to help accelerate regeneration of the epithelial lining of the gut, which is the home for the microbiome. And I want to remind you that if you simply think you can put pre and probiotics into the gut, that is decimated and destroyed by various synthetic chemicals, heavy metals, and antibiotics, uh, it's kind of a cart before the horse scenario because you put those good guys in there and they can become bad guys opportunistically, kind of like what we're talking with with Mark about, the the law of the terrain. The terrain is impacting what grows there. Things that could grow there endogenously will change, express new DNA to live or survive, and other things that might come in from external sources might thrive. Even if they were once good, they're not thriving for your benefit at least directly, but for the survival of those cells and unfortunately feeding perhaps fungal overgrowth, which is, again, all too common issue. So I'm not surprised by the numbers. Perhaps maybe I'm surprised that it's not greater uh, and, and than that in terms of numbers of inflammatory bowel disease or IBS. They used to call it inflammatory bowel 
uh, was it syndrome, IBS, IBD, different things that they talked about it. But it's it's the key to understand so much of what ails us in this physical form, in this physical body. The inability to assimilate vitamins, minerals, nutrients appropriately. The inability to detoxify that which the body has used up. For instance, in the, in in what we call cellular autophagy processes. By the way, we talked about that in yesterday's remedy episode six that Ty and Charlene Bollinger have put out. Both um, John Hewlett from Cardio Miracle and I referenced that. And that process is something that's enhanced by, for instance, intermittent fasting or fasting. This is why in the animal kingdom, you've seen evidence of, of animals that are very sick. They will fast their way back to health. And doing that as a human is possible as well. And the Cardio Miracle, the nitric oxide production, and all of the food sustenance that's coming from that formula facilitate cellular autophagy processes. So recycling waste for, for use as energy or other things and eliminating waste that cannot be recycled more efficiently. So if you fast, I fast, you know, every, every Friday, I usually do a 24 hour fast and then, uh, you know, intermittent fasting is eating less or less frequently, that kind of thing to facilitate some of these processes to be enhanced. So there are things in the natural world that we can do that, that will enhance, in fact, the fasting process as well. But if you have mineral deficiencies like chromium vanadium deficiencies, it's very difficult to fast any length of time because you lack the ability to relinquish or, or, or uh, free up the stored energy that is often being used by these, as we heard from Mark last hour, these fungal species. Fascinating what we're learning. And so there are other things that we can do. And uh, by the way, a lot of what we can do, you can find from my good friend, Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein at Nutritional Frontiers, the extraordinary formulations that they have. And we'll talk about that. One of the things we're talking about, inflammation, look what I got. I think this is on sale this month, the August uh, sale. Look at that. Can I get that? Can you see that? Liquid SPM. And uh, this is a wonderful formula. We'll talk about that and many other things, including, they, I have it, I've been taking it, and they have a, like a gel cap version of the SPMs that are easy to take uh, with me. Uh, also, as I said, I've become a heavyweight, not really, but I guess in <laughs> relative to where I was, I put on so much muscle in a short period of time, and I'm not even doing real bodybuilding, just through the exercise I was doing, that there's something about this formula that, Jamie sent me the super creatine. We talked about it last month or two months ago now. It's just amazing. And I've been utilizing it. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more with Jamie and Christine about that and a whole lot of other upcoming events that I'm excited to announce and hopefully invite you guys. Well, I'll invite you guys to it. And once again, before we wrap up this hour, you want some of RSB apricots, the organic quality apricots from my backyard tree? I freeze dried them. We're going to give away, I think, three packs of them, one for three people that call into the show line, 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL, and you can leave a message. Why do you listen to or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show? And yes, if it's for Super Don, that's okay too, because I'm here for him <laughs> and you. So thank you all for being here next hour. Again, thanks to Mark and thanks to Robin from England joining us today in the first hour. What a great hour. And next hour, Jamie Dorley, Christine Glein, Nutritional Frontiers, you get, you definitely want to plug into all that we're going to be talking about then because the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show. 
All right, hour two commences now. Uh, we're going to have Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein back on from Nutrition Frontiers in just a moment. Uh, Super Don, I want to open up, a, 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 I don't say a can of worms here at all because it's more of the same. I just saw this tweet from uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy, who's running for president in the Democrat side. Um, and listen to this, and you'll, you'll, you'll find echoes of what they tried to do to Ron Paul years ago in the Republican side. You know, these people that don't toe the line, the party line. Right. Um, they've apparently passed a rule. They're talking about the Democrat National Committee. They passed a rule that says any candidate who actively campaigns in New Hampshire that the delegates they win will not be allowed into the convention. And he's responding. He says it's not a good template for democracy. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, because they know that I think this is my interpretation. They know that uh, the sitting president would not win. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But, okay. Yeah, hold, yeah. On. hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Say that. Say, repeat that. What is it? The rule that they're saying they're they're in so here? any candidate who actively campaigns in New Hampshire that the delegates that they win will not be allowed into the convention. What? Yes. Yeah. Well, well I know. <laughs> they're just because they know Bobby Kennedy. What? Is so so are we just going to remove New Hampshire from the United States now? They don't count. We're just going to. If guess. you lived in New Hampshire and you saw that headline, wouldn't that kind of piss you off? You think? It's like, what do you mean? They're not going to count, count our delegates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, this totally sounds like the Ron Paul thing. Yeah. They're, they're doing dirty. Uh, but because uh, he's campaigning. Well, okay. Yeah. Now, if I understand correctly, Biden mm -hmm. has, is this the, now correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Is Biden not running in New Hampshire? Apparently he's decided not to. I don't know for right. What. So yeah. that's what it is. Right. Yeah. I, I saw a headline yeah. about that. So because uh, uh, Biden decided not to uh, be a part of the uh, uh, what's going he knows on in New Hampshire, he's going to get shellacked there. Right. So, so if other people do and yeah. he doesn't, they'll win mm -hmm. and he'll lose. Right. So they're going to rewrite the rules in New Hampshire mm -hmm. and make it so that the delegates don't count. Yeah. Isn't that great? So I just wanted to bring you in on that because we followed these things. Good and, lord. And it's. <laughs> Look, it's not like if Bobby Kennedy becomes president, things turn around overnight. Dude, this and, is the reason why I yes, and yeah. a lot of other people do not vote. Yeah. Is because they did this crap to Ron Paul back in 2012, the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you, rem you remember, that was of a course. magical time. Mm -hmm. It really was when Ron Paul was running. Very exciting. The energy yes. and everything that was going on and everybody got all enthusiastic and stuff like that. And they stole it from him. Mm-hmm. At the GOP convention in two thousand, that was two thousand twelve, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, back then we didn't get canceled for saying things like that. You know, nowadays you can't say those things because if you say election was stolen, they will ban you. But uh, you know, folks, I bring this up not to yeah. totally distract from all See, the all you the get me all riled up. I know. Man. Come I know. on now. I knew Don't I would, that. and it would be good for for our show, right? And also for people to say, "Why do I listen to the Robert Scott Bell show?" They'll call and say, "That's right," because Super Don he gets on a roll. We love that. And uh, I, I know how to, you know how to certain push my things, buttons. I don't push certain yours, things, yeah. and you know it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, the, you know, what you can control for is your own life, your own health, and recognizing that, as I've said, many others have said it too, that when you're an adult, you, you, you figure, I'm grown up now. Do I really have to ask permission of the government to eat cleaner foods, to not inject myself or my children with poisons that I think are, could be potentially deadly. I mean, it's a weird thing to consider that. And you step back and you go, my gosh, are we all adults here or not? And a lot of people perceive that they need a nanny state to take care of them. Even the FDA, which has been so anti-freedom when it comes to freedom of speech, long before there were COVID bans on speech, uh, is something that, uh, you know, Jonathan E. Mord, why he's running for the United States Senate in Virginia. And I would encourage you, any of you that, 
love freedom of speech in particular love to be able to talk about health and healing in a way unapproved by any government agency anywhere and and partly or maybe big time because you have so much science to support what you're saying why do we utilize the supplements we use why do i use i mean not just because well i think they're good i mean we do a lot of homework too before something gets on here and we talk about it and yet the freedom to communicate that out to the world by those manufacturers and distributors of wonderful products are extremely curtailed and limited and yet the growth is still happening despite all of the obstacles thrown our way by those who control our government agencies you know it the those in the pharmaceutical industrial complex and you know, Bobby Kennedy is aware of regulatory capture. Obviously, Jonathan E. Mort is as well. He's fought it for years and won so many cases against the uh, oligarchy, the FDA, et cetera. So I, I would encourage you, if you feel inclined, support those who can make an impact inside, but don't wait for them. Start making an impact wherever you are by living as you believe is right to live by God, yes, and then being an example for others. And if they're open to be communicated with directly about these things. Like we talked a little bit about other theories of cancer and what to do about it. What would curtail uh, the, um, the use of more chemo or ionizing radiation that causes cancer or even surgical procedures that can be argued to be life-saving. And I don't dispute that in certain cases, but to be the only way to go, that's absurd, dangerously absurd. So let's talk freedom. Let's talk the things that can put that nutrition to work for you back in your body and the folks at Nutritional Frontiers know how to do that really well. Welcoming back to the Robert Scott Bell Show. It is Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein hanging out together. It looks like you're in Florida. Ta-da! Good, good guess. Imagine that, Robert. <laughs> We're in our new southern offices down here in Tampa, Florida. It's otherwise known as the Beach House. The Beach House. Oh, yeah. man. I, now, hot. look, I want to be there. What, what am I doing here? Well, it looks like you're pumping up. Look at his arms since last month, Christine. No joke. What is Look going on here? Yeah. You're ripped. Dude, this stuff is amazing, Jamie. You guys are like top flight. I, I bring this up again because, you know, anytime I have a story to share, it's usually because I, you know, I put something to the test. My body is a proving ground. In addition to the things that I've learned before I'm going to do, it. I'm just going to throw anything in. But as we talked about this, you're like, you answered all of my questions about why I never would take a creatine product years and years and years ago. And you did this right. I put it in. It's been f absolutely sensational. Nothing has allowed me to put on that muscle other than I've been consistent with the workout routines and whatever, but something facilitated that, which I was looking for, to not be blown over by a slight breeze. And it's happened. <laughs> well, you look fantastic. I'm glad you're getting great results. And awesome. uh, we want you to continue doing that. And we heard you mention that he's not really bodybuilding, but, you know, I don't know what that meant, but it looks like it's working for you. And, you know, we were talking earlier today, it's all types of different types of movement, right? So this month we want to focus on time to move. So what does that mean for you, Christine? Well, for me, it means tennis. So um, I have, I'm actually doing, uh, I have two different tennis um, matches this weekend, Robert. So mm -hmm. one of them is on one of my undefeated teams. And the other one is something called the golden ticket. So if my girlfriend and I win this one day ticket, we actually get to go to state. So I got a lot riding on uh, my movement. Wow. Yeah. When is this? <laughs> when is this uh, match going to happen? Sunday. Sunday is the the golden ticket, like Willy Wonka. You yeah. know, it's going to go right through. Are you going to? So. Is this like streamed live to the internet? I can watch it. This one isn't, but when we're at states, they actually do stream it. 
Um, they do stream it from the national campus, which is kind of fun. So I will let you know when my, uh, cause I'm on two teams that are undefeated right now. So I know we're going to be going again. Dude. And so it'd be like Wimbledon West, West Florida or something. <laughs> I, I want to see that. It's hey, awesome. Th- these women, I tell you what, they, I, let's just call them highly competitive, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Christine's and, a really nice, nice woman. And yet she's like on the court. I'm sure like get out. Nice. Have You're you done. seen her play tennis? I don't see any. <laughs> Not nice yet. I'm just, yeah. I'm sensing the other side, that competitive side you're hinting at. Well, yeah. she's very humble, but I'll brag for her. She was a state champ last year. We already um, had this vision of her being a national champion in the next couple of years. So we're an operation rebuild, yeah, right? That's right. So it's a bigger, stronger, faster, like the bionic woman. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's really cool because a lot of what we're featuring this month is all stuff related to movement and to support you, you know, um, from an athletic perspective. So we have a ton of great products to talk to you about. So if you go to nutritionalfrontiers.com, everybody do this, and you're going to see the time to move. And this is, you know, every month they run very special deals for for you. And and actually, it's even better for you in the Robert Scott Bell Show uh, family audience because you can still use the code RSB15, get an additional discount off of the sale items. Of course, I would encourage all of our healthcare providers out there, if you're not already direct wholesale professional accounts with uh, Nutrition Frontiers, you can also set that up as well. But I'm excited about the movement month here in August. Yeah, it's a good time because, you know, uh, people are moving back to school and people are moving and, you know, we want people to continue to move. You know, we were talking earlier about, you know, her form of movement versus mine. You know, the old days of just going to the gym are over, right, because you can do movement any different way. So tell us about your movement, Robert. <laughs> Are you talking about my bowel movements or something else? I, I just got Well, you know, hey, if the creatine's helping there, let's let's throw it out there. Well, but, you, you know, know I, and we're I, not talking about elimination today. Come on. Oh, okay. But look, I always <laughs> like any chance I get to say this is the question you need to ask any doctor you're thinking of hiring. How often do they have a bowel movement? If it's fewer than yours every day, then you find somebody else that's not full of you know what. Now, on to the other kind of movement. Perfect. Uh, you know, I've developed that landlubber status because my entire young life when I was chronically ill as a kid, I overcame a lot. I played soccer, but I couldn't breathe during the the pollen season because my gut was so damaged and, and none of that was known by us or the doctors, the allergists. I got shots, everything, all of that. And so I actually had tendonitis as a child. I mean, so severe that the doctors, the orthopedist said, you just need to stop doing land activity. I'm like, I'm a kid. You're like, well, you want me to stop moving? Right. That whole movement thing. I'm not, I know, but they said, Hey, try the pool. And so I became a swimmer and and I was able to do athletics despite a lot of obstacles because it was a low gravity environment. And I still had to overcome a lot of respiratory issues and things like that. But then, you know, as, as I, uh, you know, still love the water many years ago, I had done uh, a lot of free diving in the ocean, help breath holding, deep diving, and I damaged the eustachians and it caused me to not be able to go into the water. So the very thing that I love so much from an athletic movement perspective, despite all the obstacles, I couldn't do. So then my wife was kickboxing at the time, and she says, why don't you take up boxing? You know, the kids were going to karate, and, you know, the boxing instructor was this guy from Puerto Rico, was like national champion, really cool guy. And I'm like, all right, I'll try it. I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then moved out west, and they didn't have a boxing instructor that I liked, and I found this kickboxing gym. And so I never wanted to kick other than soccer balls. And, and now I'm, I'm just praying my wife as we continue working with her to get her back to be able to do the things that she used to do, like kickboxing. Uh, so my movement is pretty intense. And, you know, I talked about from moving from swimming to land activity when I, you know, you start using that, that 
percussion type impact that my the circumference of my my clavicle alone was what I felt one day grew just from the impact. So again, movement is life. And 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 Jamie, as we get older, if we stop that movement, we will start to decay. We will start to weaken. The bones will start to lose integrity. So again, a long answer to a short question about movement and how important it is. But how do we facilitate that? I think a lot of what you have here this month is going to help people. Oh, absolutely. And this is a great time of the year. My workouts change each season, right? I'm doing something different. In the summer, it's my favorite because it's more about functioning, right? Boating, mm-hmm. walking, you know, maybe running, biking, swimming, all these different things, plus some weights. And, you know, Kara from our team and Christine really inspired me at our professional training event in Tampa to, um, you know, renew my yoga, right? Which has really helped with flexibility and, and strength and weight and everything. So, Movement can be anything, right? It doesn't have to be what I do versus what you do versus what she does. Mm-hmm. It has to be something you're going to be able to do, put an effort in, be disciplined to do it, and the consistency. Yeah. And I know if you um, aren't doing that, right, you, and you miss it, then you know you're doing the right thing. Because when she missed tennis for a couple of weeks, oh. she was not a very happy person. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't. Being that that she always is, it was a little rough for everybody. But some of the things that we really like to incorporate this month especially, Mm -hmm. but every month, is the food-based nutrition. I heard you talking about food earlier. We, we, you know, on the road, we eat eat out a lot. It's super expensive, right? And it's the healthiest option. Well, there you go, right? So is that the chocolate greens? Yeah. Yes, I, I just got it, and I'm going to try it out and tell everybody about it. But I'm excited oh, because oh boy, remember Before Judy Michael? You have to open it on the air and give it a little sniff to see how well it smells. Because you mean you're supposed to you know, sniff this up in your nose? Well, some people do. They like it so much, but just actually breathing in that cocoa chocolate. All right, I'm opening powder. it up now. I can't wait. This is going to be fun. So we're the first company in the world to come out with a chocolate greens with the emodine, which is a patented glutathione from our friends at Gnosis. Um, this is fortified with prebiotics and probiotics. In addition, you have some really cool ingredients like non-corn, non-GMO vitamin C, and it tastes great. So it's a way for some people don't like vegetables. You know anyone who doesn't like veggies? I'm not high on veggies. He's giving me a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> veggies are overrated. Oh, I, know. I gotta so tell you, but our proline greens, Robert, they are so good. Like I was craving chocolate and I thought, Oh my okay, gosh. I'm- Oh, I, I mean, just created. Okay, there we go. Now he's not laughing. Oh, yeah, I, I was having chocolate I, one night, and I had proline greens <sighs> as a drink instead of actually grabbing the chocolate bar. So I think I'm high right now. This I'm is great. You, they're so good. <laughs> oh, you guys so got to try this. Doing, I've been mixing the uh, peanut butter mm-hmm. super steak, which is a vegan protein, MCT yeah. oil, and fiber with the chocolate greens. So I get to, you know, have my cake and eat it too, as they would say, right? That's yeah. Right. Chocolate oh, peanut butter with the greens. I'm it very excited like about that. It tastes like a Reese's peanut butter or a uh, peanut butter chocolate blizzard. So mm-hmm. that's a nice new one. Also on this month, we do have the super creatine, right? And you've been taking Oh, that. you're putting that on sale this month? Perfect. Yes, because it's time to move and people got to move and they need the extra creatine boost. So mm-hmm. how do you take it, Robert? Can you share it, everybody? Yeah, I just, I, I do uh, in the morning before I go to the workout. I take that little scoop. It's not a lot. Just in my uh, hydrogen water, you know, my echo water, and mix it up, blend it in, and, and go. And that's, again, it's just once a day. Oh, that's yeah. That's all I've absolutely. done. And it's like immediate impact. I'm telling you, I haven't been 
But here, going back to my my athletic days, it, even as I was chronically ill, I overcame a lot with the mind. I mean, we have a, a mental capacity to overcome a lot of challenges, even physically. And I did, you know, high level athletics in terms of of swimming, even at the collegiate level. Um, and my 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 memory of it, if this is correct, of my highest weight when I was like, you could see pictures of me from college. It's like, dude, what the heck was that? Who is that? And I was, I think I made it to 154 at my heaviest. And, and again, I know everybody's got a different weight, body type, big bone, little bone, all that. So don't judge yourself against me. That's not the point of saying it. But for me, that was significant. And I've never been able to get there again. In fact, you know, when I started my workout routine after a year, I had a broken bone in my hand when I was going to start kickboxing here. Uh, I was down to 137, 138. Oh my God. Yeah, think about that. And I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. So as I began to work out, I began to climb, but I couldn't really sustain the weight I felt like I needed at my best, at where I felt really solid. Mm. And and so, honestly, when I got the super creatine, it was like I couldn't have predicted it was that quick. Now, granted, I'm starting from an athletic uh, build and athletic uh, endeavors on a regular basis, but by putting the super creatine into the mix, it was just how fast did I start climbing up in terms of muscle weight? Wow, dude, you did you did a uh, just an, an incredible formula here. So now I'm I'm hitting you know between 147 to 150, and I'm like, oh, you're right there, about to break through. Add in the uh, protein this month that's on sale. You'll be there because we need the creatine, right, for the workouts, mm -hmm. but also the protein. So we always encourage everyone to do a shake a day. Speaking of shake a day, mm -hmm. the dreamer here, what's your favorite shake a day? Well, my new one right now. Okay, mm -hmm. Robert, since we just gave you the chocolate greens. Yeah. I combine it with the GI Complete, which is raspberry. You mm -hmm. want a chocolate, raspberry, raspberry chocolate. incredible. Nice. Oh, my gosh. It's so decadent. It's super decadent. But when we start talking about, you know, fitness, right, mm -hmm. and time to move, um, my magic elixir, just so you know, last week, I did not drop a set in three days. So seven and oh, seven sets. It was awesome. Wow. Um, won everything. And my magic formula is using the um, our vanilla super shake, our pro oranges and our power fuel, all three of those things together because it gives me energy. It helps me recover. Um, and then a number of the products that we actually have on sale, I use to manage inflammation um, and also the joint health. So our SPMs, which I know you are loving the fact that we just yeah. came out with the world's first liquid SPM. Yes, I got right? the liquid now. So yeah. I, I, talk to me about this because I just got this and I'm looking at it. Uh, it's an orange flavor. What is the serving size? Only a teaspoon? One teaspoon is equal to two soft gels. Okay, I got it. So that's well, easy to do, yeah. Yeah, it's a delivery um, advantage for some people that don't want soft gels. Um, our soft gels um, have the full dosage per two. Yeah. You can get one teaspoon. So if you're up in the dose for a short period of time, I actually like three soft gels, uh, one to three times a day, depending on how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. But you can use it therapeutically. It works right away. So if somebody's in a lot of pain, you had mentioned inflammatory issues, you know, tennis player, martial arts, working out. You know, you can have inflammation and you can use that acutely. Hey, I'm going to take three of those right. twice because I'm feeling it. Then the maintenance dose would be two or one uh, teaspoon. Specialized pro-resolving mediators. That's what the SPM stands for. I like the soft gels because I'm traveling so much. It's easier than yeah. obviously. But if you're home, the liquid, just easy enough to put in a teaspoon and take that every day. Uh, and, and remember, folks, even if you're, 
if there's healthy inflammation going on because you're working out and you're injuring tissue, not in a negative way, but it's part of how the, you, you repair, rebuild, and you grow, uh, you can do that even more rapidly, let's say more efficiently. If you can resolve the inflammation quicker, then you heal and recover faster. Again, seeing you on the tennis courts, Christine, doing the, like, not losing. Uh, I, won the, <laughs> I won the challenge of the week again last week. That uh, was a, 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 a speed bag challenge. Uh, challenge which is you know nice. rapid rapid movement so uh it's like uh, i was a sprinter i like getting in and out of the water fast in races but it's like after seven rounds you're already your arms are like oh my gosh i got to keep them up and you just got to stay consistent to do that uh and you know all of these tools are allowing me to achieve things again at 57 is like dude i couldn't do this in my in my 20s i was overcoming 24 years of chronic disease at that point so mm. what I'm learning is, is fantastic. And I just love hanging out with you guys because there's so much more. Yeah. So with the SPM, the other thing I use for joint health and to help manage, you know, um, how I feel and recover mm -hmm. is our product called HA plus, um, and also X flame. Um, and both of those things help with the joints. So HA plus is the hyaluronic acid. Um, and that is an incredible formula. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. So hyaluronic acid is very hard to absorb orally. So traditionally, you would get injections, which work really well. They're a little painful and quite expensive at about four grand a pop. And you can also get some creams that aren't always absorbable. So BioCell, the company that we work with, actually came out with the world's first PRT, patent research trademark, it was really a matrix. It was collagen, right? Type one, two, and three, hyaluronic acid, and naturally occurring uh, chondroitin. And what they found from their research is that their molecular weight was one six hundredth of what you would normally find. So it absorbed really well. And they have some great published studies. And just a quick summary that one was that it got absorbed in the blood and actually peaked in about 12 hours. So that was cool. The other thing that was really more important, it got to the joints and actually stayed in the joint for over 28 days. So that's why when you take it, you get the first day, second day, it starts to compound mm -hmm. so that you get that building up because how long or how much relief do you need to have before you say it's working? Who mm -hmm. knows, right? Everyone's a little different, but it actually will build up the cartilage. I always tell people, take enough of it the first two or three months and you can back the doses down. It's not one of those things you want to trickle into the water, right? You don't want to tiptoe into this. You want to make sure you get in the dose you need. So how many HA plus a day do you take? Um, it's usually just a couple. Like um, I'm on a maintenance dose now, so I'm not doing it therapeutically. I do it pretty much when I know I'm going to play tennis so that mm -hmm. I kind of anticipate, you know, what I'm going to do. Um, Is it okay if we uh, share your case study? Is that okay? Sure, go ahead. I know what all the HIPAA violations, Robert. I don't want to watch. Uh, Set anyone off here. Well, one thing about HA plus that I think is another benefit, right, is the collagen. Collagen's not only great for the joints, but it's also great for those fine lines, you know, that we're all trying to I'll, get rid of around yeah, here. We, I got them. She, she got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it has dual benefit. I really yeah. Like half that. the science is on, and half of their studies are on skin health. Right. You'll see these in the uh, cosmeceuticals. You're only getting a small amount, and they retail for 150 200 bucks. But our HA plus has the dose you need. Mm -hmm. You can do four to eight a day as a therapeutic dose. And the maintenance is one to two. But I uh, have to bring you, this up, um, Jamie, because I, I talk about going to the, the, the kickboxing gym and there are a number of 30-something-year-olds uh, housewives, right, kind of things, millennial housewives. And they're just beautiful women, still in youth, but they want to maintain that youthful look. And I can't 
tell you how many of them are going in every six months and getting Botox injections oh, in their thirties. I'm like, what are you doing? And, and so I've got more tools to come at them. Cause I'm, I'm always peppering them there. I annoy them, but they, they tolerate me. I'm the old guy. I'm like, dude, really? Is that what you want to do? This is not going to pay off in the long run. So I always, you know, talk strategy with them and, and it's, it takes a while to break through, but now I've got another thing. I have to show them this HA plus stuff. Maybe it'll help yeah. them reduce that concept of injecting te- you know, these, the, uh, yeah, don't yeah, get it's, it's not good. I know who wants to put poison in their body. You want to put botulism in your body. That's people the, that's will do plant. crazy stuff to, to look what they perceive to be youthful. I'm it never it. looks good, even on the short end. Yeah. yeah no. I had a girlfriend, and she's like totally took like would detox all the time. Was a vegan, did all kinds of stuff, and yet she was going to get that done. I'm like, yeah. do you not see the contradiction? And I see is we create these bundles, Robert, so you can get the synergy of one formula plus one formula mm-hmm. equals. Instead of two, so the great bundle would be the HA plus plus our beauty complete. Oh yeah, which actually has a peptide in it, right? The keratin is called cinetine. That's actually has published studies on PubMed for improving hair, skin, nails, and joints. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mechanism of action for joint and other connective tissues the same, but sometimes they'll market it for one versus the other. So you can take Beauty Complete. The woman in the office rave about it. The hair is glowing and flowing. Um, I did notice not so much for the hair, but <laughs> I did not not a great endorsement. But my nails grow like yes. crazy. So you know you can get other benefits from the formulation too. So Beauty Complete and HA Plus is a nice one-two punch. I, I need a little flyer to take to the gym for all these Botox ladies to go. You don't need Botox here. I'll get Sammy right on it. Okay, I'll get Sammy right on it. You know, and then the other form you use is the X-Flame, right? Right. Let's X-flame. hear about your results on that. Well, I mean, that also, like I said, it also helps with the joints and recovery. Um, and I just noticed the combination, like you just mentioned, the HA Plus with the X-Flame um, really, I think, help all, all together um, yeah. with SPMs, right, to reduce the inflammation in the first place. Yeah, we yeah. tell people if their joints are on fire, think about if the fire is in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. You can't rebuild it until the fire is cooled down. And some people are always hot, so they're not going to rebuild any tissue. And that's why they'll go to surgeries and other, other things, right? So HA Plus has been the number one formula in the wellness center. It actually um, came out before Nutritional Frontiers. It was one of the formulations Doc had that he grandfathered in. So the point is we've had it in the wellness center with chiropractors for over 20 years. Uh, it's still one of the top formulations there, and it works really well with the X-Flame and then the SPMs to cool down the inflammation. And you mentioned pro-resolving mediators. They'll actually clean up some of that inflammatory debris. Mm-hmm. That's a, half the story. We always think about that part. But what it does, and I learned a lot about the SPMs, it accelerates healing, hmm. right? So not only cools down inflammation, but the other flip side, the next step is going to be, hey, we got to accelerate the healing process because one thing to cool the inflammation, another thing to heal properly. Yeah, one of the things that I notice a lot of um, my girlfriends who play tennis, they will take like Advil or leave before oh, yeah. they start to play. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do you know what you're going to do to your stomach? Like, you know, yeah, so they're going to weaken me, their connective tissue along the way as well. They'll be more yeah. prone to injury. Yeah. So it's really, like I said, this has really worked well for me and, you know, really given me more longevity on the court um, between using that and the shakes. Well, oh, I that, like it. Maybe you could market HA Plus as better than Botox. I like it, Steve. Ooh, Dude, I, 
Yeah. Did Steve put a comment it. in there? I missed that. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like and it you, a lot. And you don't need any needles for it either now that you guys got the way to get it in the system. That's awesome. So uh, let's see. Write that down so we don't lose that. Uh, I just want to let everybody know about some upcoming events that are happening, some of which I hope to see you guys at. I think uh, I had uh, connected as well. I think we talked last time about an event in September, the Biomed Expo, to get you to speak, Christine, because, you know, what you're doing is so unique and so needed. It's, it, it, to me, it's another element of the plus factor, recognizing the body, mind, and the spirit. Right. Not mm-hmm. just all because we talk a lot of physiology here, which is cool. I'm, I'm down with that. I live in a body right now and I want to. But there's so much more. And you've done extraordinary things and are continuing to do so. I don't want people to be uh, exposed to what you're doing, to learn about it and to tap into it. And I know you don't have time to see everybody individually, although you do some of that still maybe on the side a little bit. But to come to an event and, and communicate and teach people about it is to me, I, I, I'm thrilled that uh, you're going to be doing that. Oh, Robert, thank you so much. I'm really excited to go. Um, So we are going to go and speak at the Biomed Expo. I'm going to do a session on uh, the power of soul intelligence. And then I'm actually, I've actually been asked to do a bonus workshop and do a group um, session there. So people can experience the method firsthand, which is really exciting. Super Don's got the poster up there, September 14th through 17th. Well, um, I said that I will only do it if I get to hang out with you. So um, All right. we decided that the World of Wellness will also have a booth there so that we can get to um, meet a lot of the a lot of your um, listeners and a lot of the, the consumers that are out there. Wonderful. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you there then. That's for sure. And I know, of course, later in the, in the year, uh, early October, not far after that, I think is the big event in, in uh, well, near you guys in Pittsburgh. Uh, for the educational professional training event. I don't know if it's already sold out yet, but uh, I know a lot of people that came to Tampa or if they heard about what happened in, at the Tampa one we did or Sarasota, or where were we? It was technically not those two cities, but right Sam across. Key, but very close, yeah. really close to Clearwater. And it's like every time we get together, and, and I've done one in Pittsburgh, at least one now, maybe two, I think, and we're on the boat one of the day. I mean, the fun things that you do that make it so much more than just an education event. So uh, if you're, particularly if you're a healthcare professional event, uh, of some kind and you don't have to be a medical doctor right chiropractors naturopaths uh you know people that are even massage therapists that have clients that come and you learn a lot and you can apply if you're not already doing so and this is the pittsburgh professional training event and you have a registration page open still so there's still slots available yeah absolutely we got a lot of events going on just uh one more thing you mentioned about christine only having so much time yeah so she was uh, really smart to create a certification program so healthcare professionals or people can get certified. You want to comment on that? Yeah, actually, um, I'm, I have my course online. A big background of mine was being in higher education where I helped institutions put their courses online. So this is something I knew a little bit about. So um, I actually have my course online and it's um, on demand to where people can take it at any point. Um, and then they just have to go through the actual certification process with me. So that's the soulintelligencemethod.com. Nice. Nice. That's exciting because, again, she can only see so many people, but it's right. empowered. The first group already has gone through the certification. Yep. They're helping people. Mm-hmm. And now we can really be able to, uh, you know, fulfill our mission of making the world healthy. So it is mind, body, and soul intelligence. So we have her speaking at Biomed. So she'll probably be gone the whole month of September. <laughs> we'll have to uh, track her Crazy. throughout the right. country to see where she's at. We also have a series of really cool VIP dinners. These are mm-hmm. more intimate uh, dinner workshops and you know 
you bring about 25 or 30 healthcare professionals together. We have a September 7th is in Orlando. It's going to be with Jacqueline Shedden, a great nurse practitioner, really talking about how to come up with these protocols and how to build the business you've ever dreamed of. Me, of course, I always started off with the quality control and going through the difference on our company with our people, our formulations, and our business model, which supports people and the healthcare professional. So we have September 7th in Orlando. We were just there last night. September 14th, Houston, we do not have a problem. Mm-hmm. We're coming back to help you out. We had a great, uh, really warm reception and hospitality there. The people are really kind and sweet down there. And, you know, and then we're going to go back to Atlanta because they've been so gracious to us. Um, so that's three weeks in a row. Seven. I think we have to get a bigger room for Atlanta right now. I mm. think uh, we're, we're hitting max capacity already. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Well, these are usually 25 to 30. Atlanta, we've been getting up to 60 people. Wow. That's and awesome. The professional training event, sign up now. Do not wait to the last minute. Mm-hmm. There's some aggressive pricing in the hotels. They are limited rooms. So sign up now if you can. We're very uh, generous, our team, to support you, like you mentioned, Mm-hmm. The, the yoga, the um, Christine's program with the soul intelligence. You get to join us for lunch and dinners. Uh, what's going on Friday night? I can't wait. Are we going to see Robert dance? I think we might see Robert oh, dance. Oh, that's worth what it. What is that all about? <laughs> I are think we... Super Don will be paying me for another are we, video. Are we talking Vegas or Pittsburgh? Because I don't know if it's a You know, I tried, I, I, I tried to slip you guys a, a 20 last time, and it didn't get me anything. So... 20. Mike, if I would give my kids a 20, you know what they do? They keep their hand out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think uh, we want to need one of those GoFundMes, I think. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to uh, see Super Don dancing. <laughs> well, you got to bring him out, too. Come on, join the party. That's right. Trying so Friday to... night, our mm. fun event after we um, have our opening session and get to share with speakers um, and do a book signing with a couple of our keynote speakers that are going to be there. Um, we are going to have a silent disco. So have you ever done silent disco? I know I, it sounds kind of scary to me, whatever that is. I don't. Yeah, he's done the disco before. I mean, come Dude, on. Dude, I grew up in the era of disco. We were kids then, and uh, it was uh-huh. horrible, horrible, absolutely horrible. We survived it somehow. So now you're bringing it back? What is that? Well, this is a more fun version. Let's hear it. It is a more fun version. So everybody gets a headset, Okay. And based on the blinking colored light of the headset, you'll know what kind of music somebody's listening to. So there's different stations. And if you want to be dancing to the same music as somebody else, you go dance next to somebody with those headphones. If you want to have a conversation, you actually take the headphones off. So it's really kind of fun. So um, it, it's actually hilarious. If you've ever seen Bad Dancers, you're going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. We see, we look in the mirror. Dude, Those yeah, are funny, Robert. It doesn't matter the station on. The moves are the same, right? We, yeah, we, yeah, we you're win. Thinking like, I know what you're thinking. What does this song have to do with the dance, right? That's right. We win the, the, the funniest dancers in the room competition every time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the but way, if you talk about time to move, right? right? We want to have movement. I love it. We want to move the energy. We want mm-hmm. to make sure that we do touch people, mind, body, and soul, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big part of it because our healthcare professionals are always focused on giving so much, right, yeah. and giving to others. So it's really nice to put together an event where we actually give back to them and that we mm-hmm. stimulate all, all our senses. So truly, I mean, there is, there is thought behind um, – the silliness of the disco. Right. Now, I wish everybody could come to every event. I realize it's not reasonable of me to ask, but if you can come to one, just, you know, check it out. Like, 
on the west side of the country if it's easier for you to be there. The September 14th or 17th, go to biomedexpo.com, get tickets now. And interestingly enough, while we're doing our thing, there's a simultaneous like UFO expo. I know not everybody's into that, but if you are, I think there might be some cross-pollination, so you want to learn about that side of things. There's some wild stuff happening, but it's Vegas, right? Uh, so enjoy that, too. Oh, wow. That's it's a, wild. It's exciting, yeah. So we have the Vegas events we'll be speaking at. We have the VIP dinners, Orlando, Houston, um, and Atlanta. Then we have Pittsburgh. So we covered most of the country right there. So if you're able to make them, I always encourage people to come to the weekend events, right? Um, a lot of people are surprised because they hear about Pittsburgh. They think about it maybe 40 or 50 years ago. So it's you nice to town. quite yeah. a bit. You want to share with them your experience in Pittsburgh? Well, you know, I had a preconceived notion as to what Pittsburgh would have been like, Robert. You know, mm-hmm. probably because, you know, a New Yorker originally, I was like, come on. How could this can't be cool? Come on. You're not um, a New Yorker unless you say it like I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Well, when I'm really tired, that's when you'll hear the accent come out. Um, but um, I was just really impressed. Like, it's a it's a super clean city. Um, it mm-hmm. does remind me a little bit of a mini New York because of it being sort of the island with all the rivers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the city itself. Um, it's also got the, the mountains that are there to where it reminds me a little bit of San Francisco. And I love that there's, like, the different neighborhoods with all of the different ethnic foods so that you mm-hmm. can, you know, experience culture very similar to like a mini New York. And it's just wild. Like the trains are constantly going. There's always something happening. Um, yeah. So it's a very different experience being in Pittsburgh um, than any other city so far. But yeah, it start, I'm starting to like it, Robert. I think I, I have like some it. nice trips up there too. And yeah. it's not the Pittsburgh I learned about from the 1970s and even 80s. There's a lot oh, of great things that have happened up there. Uh, beautiful place. So yeah, yeah you could be at, The go event ahead. that we do too is, is in a great spot because I've been to a lot of events. Sometimes you get to them, they're difficult to get to. They're really expensive, the hotels or the admission. You can't find anything. This is an event that once you get there, you're pretty much covered, right? right. And that really takes a lot of pressure off everyone and really enhances the experience, right? Mm-hmm. You can spend time on the boat. You can do the book signing. You can try all the samples. We're actually, Mike Gallagher on our team, believe it or not, is organizing a little uh, field trip to the Wellness Center Saturday afternoon. Nice. He doesn't think anyone needs a break, Robert. So he's going <laughs> to pop that right in. That's the Mike. Yeah, so exactly. It's a fun event. It's a fun weekend. And we really want people to have a great experience because a lot of our clients are, last night we met with a doctor, MDND, and he seemed like he was burnt out, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's not investing in himself, right? Yeah. And that's the idea of these events is that we can network, we can break bread, can have a drink, listen to some music, learn some new moves from me and Robert. And, uh, and learn really how to help people and also help your business. That's mm-hmm. the two goals. And, uh, and by the way, if we're not too exhausted, we're, I know I've, I'm going to be at the uh, Health Freedom Expo. I call it the granddaddy of them all, right? Our friend, uh, uh, friends there at uh, you know, Trinity School and, and going back to Wendell Whitman, their commitment to health freedom, which is you know, fundamental to everything we do. I, I so appreciate, you know, that level of commitment and, and good people come together and are doing great things. And a lot of the Trinity graduates are part of what you're doing with uh, Nutritional Frontiers. I meet the same people often at all of these events, which I love. It's like this extended family. Uh, so, folks, there's just like not one opportunity. There's many. Uh, less than a couple of weeks from now, I'm going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, speaking and emceeing an event uh, for G. Edward Griffin. 
Uh, you want to talk about a national treasure in America, much less the world. This guy wrote A World Without Cancer about a vitamin B17 all those years ago and uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island. I mean, this is such important work that he's done. we got good people coming to Des Moines, Iowa for the Red Pill Expo, and we have links to that. And you can watch that online as well if you can't make it to that event. But, again, these are some things I'm just honored to be a part of, whether I can be at all of them or not. I try to. Uh, but coming together like this, we're empowering each other. And as I said, Christine, with what you're presenting is something else. You know, people have maybe not realized what you're doing there with Nutritional Frontiers and then the soul intelligence stuff. It's all connected, and, and we've disconnected from that for so long. I'm so grateful that, Jamie, you guys are bringing that out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just the, the missing component, right? Some people ask me, what does Christine do? I said, what doesn't she do? I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> just depends on the day, Robert, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, no, but I mean, what soul intelligence is for for your listeners who may not have been exposed to it um, before? It's really it's a bioenergetic method, which essentially means um, when something is manifesting physically in the body, typically there's an a mental and emotional cause behind that, right? Um, typically, so if you don't feel well physically, you're not going to feel well mentally or emotionally, right? And when you go to the doctor, you're telling them about all your ills and everything that's going on. You're not just saying what's going on physically, right? What's mm-hmm. going on in your personal life, your work life, all of that stuff. And so what this method does is it allows me to actually get to what those root causes are so that energetically we address those underlying causes. And then we support that with nutrition to help your body recover quickly. So it's really a holistic approach to healing. So I really partner with our healthcare professionals um, and healers that are out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, one thing I got to mention once more for those who are just tuning in, not only are we doing awesome stuff with Nutritional Frontiers, but look what I grow in the backyard. I don't Where grow are it. Ours? Yeah. So what out. we got to do is all you have to do is call in 866-939-2355 and say, why do you listen to or why do you watch the Robert Scott Bell Show? And you're eligible to win some of my backyard organic quality. I'm not getting it certified by the feds. It ain't sprayed. It's clean. Uh, and uh, these apricots are amazing, uh, just like fresh from the thing, but I'm drying them, and they're like sweet candy. You know, and talk I, about a, a fix of, of candy is amazing. We need to try some. Where, where's our care package, Robert? I'm thinking about her. You guys are like, Ooh. you're, 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 uh, you're, you're really Robert, treating- another care package. We're, we're trying for some apricots. Here. You're treating me so right here. I can't deny you. So uh, that, but uh, it's funny because my wife now and my daughter are, are the East coast visiting with her mother. Who's not doing so well, but, but recovering, which is nice to hear. Uh, and, so I'm having to be Mr. Ma everything. I, I'm like, I don't know how to keep up. I'm going bonkers. Yesterday was crazy. I don't know how I made it through the day, but I've got more apricots coming down than I can keep up with. So I'm just like cutting them, slicing them, putting them on the tray, getting them in the freeze dryer. We're running it 24 seven. And I'm like, I don't know how I showed up to do this show today. Quite honestly, I'm sacrificing some apricots to be here. Oh my goodness. So you actually <laughs> sell them through a website or direct? No, or good Lord. No, I'm, I've been Well, I don't know how big the business <laughs> is. A guy, you know, we can't get a sample bag from him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like giving that, them away. Yeah, it's true. But I'm trying to incentivize some folks that often don't call in to say, hey, you know, this is why I listen to it. And I think That's most awesome. people do for Super Don. But besides that, whatever you, whatever reason, you, or if it's like I don't write, like listening to it, I want to hear from you. You might be eligible to win some apricots. Those might oh, be the bruised goodness. ones. But the bruised yeah. ones are good, too. And the exciting part is the community we're putting together. We were at yeah. uh, Dr. Siegel's uh, place today. Oh, great. So we stop by there. Of course, your name always comes up. And, you know, it's just a great community that we are building together. 
And uh, that's the most exciting part because I was sharing with Christine some of the background of the company when we started. We tried working with everybody and we realized, you know, this isn't very um, productive. And then over time, we started realizing we just got to work with the right people. Because yeah. our goal isn't to be the biggest vitamin company. It's to be the best company out there that partners with people like you and your people so we can continue making the world healthy. And, you know, we were talking earlier about food and the cost of food. Lunch today, right? Oh, yeah, mommy. This is healthy. Healthy food. Healthy we were like, bowls. what? Yeah. yeah. Four people is almost 100 bucks, right? Yeah. And it wasn't That's anything nuts. extravagant. We actually got takeout. We didn't even eat wow. it. Wow. Yeah. But we started looking more, and um, this year I, I really made a decision to do more of the shake-based foods, right? Mm-hmm. I took the shake a day to uh, twice a day, sometimes three times a day, depending on my schedule, and I can tell when I don't do those shakes. So each month we have a favorite shake a day. This one's going out this month in August to uh, Super Don. Oh, yeah? With flashbacks with little Jimi Hendrix. This is Purple Haze. <laughs> Super Don Purple Haze, huh? Does he have memories of that? I'm, I'm wondering now. Well, there's memories of some things. We're not there sure which ones, but, you know. How old do you go. think I am? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, that, you don't have to be older like Jimi Hendrix. His music is still Oh, he, Listen, Hendrix, yeah, Hendrix was uh, was a pioneer for sure. So, yeah. An so icon. Yeah. It, like I opened up this, where is it here? <laughs> That like proline green. So you're going to send him some purple haze. He'll open up. Will he smell Jimi Hendrix? What, what's it going to be? Well, we, we, we hope he smells some really good berries in there that uh, the superfoods okay. for the brain, right? So last month we had the uh, Christmas in July. We did, um, you know, the brain food, the focus food, which was the uh, protein and also the purple haze mm-hmm. or the purple. So this month we're doing the vanilla whey protein with the pro purples and the pro purples just like the greens and the reds the oranges and now the chocolate greens these are all fruit and veggie based powders right you mentioned freeze-dried so they're very concentrated they're actually better than organic because they're herbicide and pesticide free right and then we fortify them with things you can't buy in the grocery store so the purples we um made a new and approved version last year so i want to thank uh director of product development my son zach doing a great job shout out zach appreciate you we put some really cool things in there, like Alpha GPC, right? Mm-hmm. That helps with ADD and attention. PQQ, right? Transveratrol. All these really exotic berries that really help with aging. We think of aging, we think of the brain now, um, because the brain's using so much energy, about 30% of our energy every day. And people always say they're fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. And I always ask them, are you physically or mentally? Most of it's mentally fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that Christine does with the whole soul intelligence. It's the emotional wellness. Yeah. So when we look at the uh, shake a day of the month, it's purple haze. This is what I call grocery store budget buster, right? Yeah. Because for less than four bucks a day, you can get a meal in with high quality proteins you got the superfoods in there. You got the fiber. You have all the nutrients you're looking for without anything you don't want, right? Mm-hmm. And what do people notice? They notice that their body composition changes, right? It's not just weight loss, but it's body composition. And speaking of body composition, oh brother, we, we want to share the story again. <laughs> what is going on here with composition I mean, of body? I, she's breaking records well, here, Robert. Yeah. Well, I may have told may have told this story a couple of times, but um, I oh, went. You got one more in you. Okay, yeah. of course, Ed Milet. Yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. The power. One more. So um, I went to my nurse practitioner and got my whole, you know, just a checkup, like the blood workup and stuff. And she had one of those in body scales. Okay, oh, yeah. that you get, that you get on right, and it yeah. measures like the percentage of your your muscle 
uh, to your weight and your body mm-hmm. fat and visceral fat and hydration, all these cool things. So the first win for me was getting on the scale at two o'clock in the afternoon and having it read the same thing it did in the morning. So I was like already feeling good, right? So that was the first win. The second win was when she said to me, oh, wow, you have what's called a standard physique. Nobody ever gets that reading. And I'm like, really? What is What does that mean? Mm-hmm. She goes, it means most of your weight is muscle as opposed to fat. And I was like, oh, that sounds That's really it. good. Well, thank you. Yeah, you got two for two. Yeah. I was like, yes. Um, so she said, yeah, it's an athletic build, an athletic body. I was like, nice. So I'm already feeling good now, right? Scale's the same number. Now she tells me, she goes, do you want to know your biological age? I'm like, oh, God, do I? And uh, I just had my 55th birthday in July. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me my biological age is 41. So I've already rolled the clock back, Robert. If I play my cards right, maybe mm-hmm. I can hit my 30s um, nice. with, with all these shakes. You never know. Now, did, did, uh, did yeah. that in-body skin do the age? Uh, uh, because I don't remember that part of it. I remember all these yeah. other things it did. But it, does it do that as well, biological? Yeah, it actually reads your your biological age, like measuring all of the, you know, right. I have like this whole ticker tape that came out. It felt like, you know, the crazy, you know, Walgreens thing. Right. Like, I was like, oh my God, am I okay? Am I dying? Yeah. What is that right. in the first place? But yeah, it That's actually cool. gives you your biological age. So that was really fun. I'm like 41, having a 31 year old, I will take that any day. I told him he was a miracle birth at yes, 10. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I going back, uh, you know, for those of us that lived through the disco era as kids, uh, Jamie, when you think of disco, who do you hear in your just right away? Who do you hear? I I, I hear Donna oh, BG, Summer. Right? You hear yeah. BG? I hear Donna Summer. I hear yeah. Donna Summer. Yeah, that that was going to be mine. Immediately, I hear Donna Summer. But BG's too, and all of that. And I uh, remember the Village People. Oh yeah, uh, all of that stuff that was going on. There's some <laughs> of that stuff that survived. I know that was the I hate disco stuff, but the some of the stuff is 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 classic in its own way. You and, know what's uh, really cool, Robert? They're taking a lot of those songs and um, they're actually turning them into like pop house music now. So oh. like if you listen, yeah, if you want to be cool, like around the kids and stuff, you go to Spotify <laughs> and you put pop house music on and you'll hear like all these old disco tunes that they've turned into like electric dance music now. It's wow. actually kind of fun. That really is wild. Is. Come on, Dude, we're getting ready for a silent disco. We got to practice. You guys are too much fun. I love it. And I thank you so much for all the good good works that you're doing and providing these amazing products. And And I hope everybody's taking advantage of it. In fact, I, you know, I always have, if I'm a little stressed out, I still have my certified organic U.S. grown CBD, hemp CBD here. And uh, you can get that at CBDNF.com. And all of that is available with the RSB 15%, RSB 15 code, including your sale items. Jamie, thank you for letting uh, the RSB show family double dip. Oh, absolutely. I'd like to comment one more, one last time for everyone. If you're not sure where to start mm-hmm. or you're fairly healthy, you don't know what to do. You know, we have two great complete formulations. One's called Women's Complete and one's Men's Complete. What we did is we want to take the guesswork out of for people. First of all, put it in a veggie cap. But active vitamins, which are imperative to your health, right? Covalent bonded PRT minerals from Albion. These are the top minerals in the world. Minerals are very hard to absorb, folks. You need covalent bonded ones. Amino acid chelates are not enough. So we have the vitamins. We have the minerals. We also have in there, uh, in the woman's one, we have a cool lactospore. Um, It's a patented research probiotic. And then we have superfoods and DMG. So this is all in the woman's complete. The men's complete, we customize it more for men's issues, things like circulation 
and heart health and prostate health. So you have men's or women's complete as the foundation. And if you want to add on one thing to it, it would be the omega-3D, our high concentrated fish oils with the EPA and DHA. We have some of that as well, yeah, and I appreciate all of that. And you guys, you know, take take a look at all the offerings. Look at the specials here in August. As we, I can't believe we're in August already. It's crazy. Well, Robert, yeah. I have to tell you, you and your listeners, like one secret. Okay. So um, our CEO over here um, also, also has his birthday Yeah. Uh, in the month of August. And um, they're going to have to stay tuned to our website because we're going to run a, a JD special bundles the week of his birthday. So August 24th, they need to keep their eyes peeled on the website okay. to see what else we're putting on sale. All right. Well, happy pre-birthday, oh, Jamie. Love that we get to celebrate with you and get awesome stuff and awesome bundles. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Robert. Thanks to all your great listeners and supporters and all your partners. And thanks, of course, Super Don, for all your help um, on the back end of all your recordings and podcasts. So thanks, guys. Making it happen. And I can't wait to see Wimbledon West. Christine Glenn, <laughs> national championship. You know what, again. Robert? What? Okay, we're going to say this right now. What? I will bring my tennis racket to Vegas. You and I are going to have to hit. You're going to hit. Yeah, tennis I would love me? that. Okay. You want to do it? I don't. I don't think I have a racket anymore, but I'll find something. I'll, some I'll way. bring one. I'll yeah. bring you one. I, I okay. believe me. I, I could use all the tips. I love playing tennis. It's just not something I haven't done in a while. But I would love to be out there with you to learn some stuff. So thank you. I think we should do it. We'll get. We'll pay somebody to video it. Ah, that'll be great. All right. So more stuff you can watch and be part of on the Robert Bell show. Christine, thank you. Jamie, thank you. Thank you, thank you all for being here. Bonus Thanks, round guys. coming up next after the break. And God bless you. The power to heal is really yours. Hey, bonus round starting now. Welcome everybody back. Are, are you like you're frozen? Up? There you I'm, go. Okay. Uh, frozen robot. I'm doing there the robot, the disco robot. Uh, what's going on out there? Man, that show went fast. It did. Blinked and it was over. It's not over yet. We're in the bonus round. So, Leslie, terrific Tuesday show. Nice alliteration, Leslie. Leslie said she was uh, recording her next podcast episode. Nice. She's just on fire in a great way. So, what do you think of the, uh, yesterday's Zoom? Did you get access to the video to put it up for anybody? I've got it downloaded. It? I haven't uploaded it yet. Okay. So, I'll if you're a patron later. supporter, we, we did like two hours plus. Uh, yesterday and the trivia questions were fun too and i even participated i think i technically won something i think but that was fun and one of the most amazing things to me and i guess i shouldn't be amazed by it because just such kind-hearted loving people that are part of our patron group that uh a couple of folks won some things and they said no i want you to send it to someone else i'm not naming names here because uh but the point is uh it's just a beautiful thing. The heart opens and you're like, you almost cry when you, you know, think of the gifts that are being given back to people that are in need. So yep. that was nice. These are the things that happen on these AMAs. Mm -hmm. But you don't know this unless you're there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. I did the Sunday conversations with Ula, if you missed it. Uh, we haven't heard from Ula in a while. That was a fun one. And uh, we here we are this week. Uh, I think it's next week I head out to the... Des Moines, Iowa uh, event, the Red Pill Expo. Is that coming up that quick or is it not that quick? I can't follow the calendar now. I'm a little confused. What do you mean you can't follow the calendar? Well, I don't know where we are. It's August 1st, so let me see. If I'm going, holy tamole, it is next week. I'll be flying out to Des Moines for the Red Pill Expo. The week, It's the 12th and 13th technically of August, but that's, how, that's coming up so fast. 
Holy tamole. Uh, tomorrow, I'm looking at uh, Dr. Layla Ali. This is not Layla Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter. This is a different Layla Ali. We had to reschedule her because of the trip before, but L-E-Y-L-A is scheduled. I don't know if we can get Ty back on. He said last week if we were live, he would have come on with us, but I, I was traveling, if you remember that week. But um, maybe we can get Ty on with uh, updates from the Remedy docuseries. I don't know if y'all have been watching it, but it's been great. Lots of great remedies for your consideration. And yesterday I talked a bit more about nitric oxide as well as copper and uh, other things. So uh, if you guys are missing it, you're missing out. And then there'll be a replay weekend, probably not this weekend, but next I'm guessing maybe this weekend, I'm not sure, uh, where you get to catch all the episodes you missed. So uh, Superdon has a banner up at robertscottbell.com and you can sign up for free and you'll get it to the email and you'll just click on it and you can watch it. Um, Super D, are people calling in to try and win some uh, apricots? Yes, I think we've gotten a couple of calls, uh, okay. two or three calls here today during the show. Okay. I, I mean, who, who doesn't want these apricots? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I guess what? Friday is the day, right? That's our plan. Uh, to We'll, we'll uh, play some of these, maybe all of them, I don't know, and then we'll decide three win three lucky winners, if we can call it that. We'll decide on to send the best uh, responses. Uh, if they're, again, domestic U.S., you can call in from anywhere, but we can't send it. Uh, overseas because it's produce technically, but it's freeze-dried. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, get three folks that will get RSB show apricots. So that'll be fun. I like that. I can give away something that no one else has. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Fun talk about uh, dancing today. Did you like that? At least Jamie and I know where we stand in the, in the so dance. So when floor. you said when you say disco, what do you think of? You thought of Donna, Donna Summer. Donna Summer. That's what comes to me. Real, I can remember and feel the Donna Summer music. Uh, all the, that was big at that. They time. said Bee Gees. Bee Gees. Yeah, they were doing some disco too, right? Right. Didn't they count. Um, I mentioned the Village People. Yeah. Um, was there something that came to mind for you in that disco era? Remembering back to that. <laughs> Gosh, the hustle. That the hustle. Everybody's heard this song, right? How can you? How can you think disco and not think of this song? Is this is uh, this is roller rink music, right? Roller rink music, yeah. Right? Did you ever do the roller skating thing? Oh yeah, when I was all I did was hug the wall. I couldn't right. figure it out. <laughs> I couldn't do a lot of those fancy things. I slide and bruise myself. That is do the hustle. Was that what was the name of the band that did that? Van McCoy. Van McCoy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do the hustle. <laughs> this is a this is a, a and and actually I, I apologize to everybody. This is an earworm. You will uh, be whistling this. Yeah. For the rest of the day. Yeah. You just can't <laughs> help it. Leslie knows this song. It's a good one. Yeah. It's fun. It's a toe tapper. Right now, remember they, they there was that. Um, Burn your disco records. I think it was, was it Detroit or something that happened? Like one of the DJs elicited that and it ended up being like a riot. Like all the people that were liking rock and roll that hated disco. I mean, there was really a backlash uh, to the disco yeah, era. Well, actually, I think it was because it was the uh, Kiss uh, disco album. Everybody was. Oh, yeah. It was, I knew Kiss was related to that, but I <laughs> forgot that they had tried to do that. Crazy stuff, man. You know, the, the story about Kiss is, yeah. is really interesting because yeah. they put on this this uh, 
this persona, right? Mm -hmm. Rock and roll, uh, yeah. you know, party every day, you know, blood and fire and all that yeah. stuff like that. When in reality, they were all like uh, just business guys mm -hmm. that were trying to become successful. And they did. And so, so they, they tried that. a bunch of different things. You know, there was a period of time in the 70s where the bands that were coming out were coming out and they were they were doing the like the makeup, but mm -hmm. looking like, well, ironically, you know, they're they trying to look like women. Right. Yeah. You know, type thing. And there were a few bands that did that and they and they they were successful with it. And the guys from Kiss, they tried that first mm. before they became Kiss. They were like, I forget their name, something like that. And it just didn't work. I mean, could you imagine Gene Simmons starting to look like a woman? You know, it just well, it didn't work. They were, you're right. They were into the, all on all in on capitalism. Uh, yeah, they, they totally, were, totally. Yeah. And and it's like uh, uh, Gene Simmons doesn't never did drugs or mm -hmm. or you know. And all, I mean, it was like, but you wouldn't have known that right from yeah. what the, the impression they were putting trying to put out. Mm -hmm. So they were just. Just some Jewish dudes in uh, right <laughs> in Detroit trying to trying to find the formula of success, and then they found it with uh, the the great theatrical thing. Instead. I, I've told you that I, I never did like the band Kiss. I just I didn't. I just was not brought. There are a lot of people say they're super overrated, but it was well, because it, of their their marketing. Yeah, that they they became that big. Because honestly, their music. Mm -hmm. Eh, no, I mean I that honestly, was, that was the point. You know, look at yeah. me, a guy who likes yes, progressive rock, right? Right. In that sense. Right. So uh, I wasn't in, but but I did. I went to their concert. Mm. I went to a Kiss concert, and I was like, oh, I get it now. And it suddenly, was, the music was cooler, it was wasn't it? Suddenly, I mean, it was uh, just such theatrics oh, yeah. that you were just drawn into because it wasn't the music per se on its own. That wouldn't be enough. It right. was the entire everything that they threw at it was like full on yep. show. So then I got it. I understood why people were into it, it, it but uh, you know, still not the biggest fan of Kiss per se. And of course, when Gene Simmons came out with his pro shot propaganda stuff, I, I liked him even less. Sure. But at the same time, I understood it from a pure entertainment value. When I went to that concert, I was like, "Oh, I I totally get it now." So I never did see Kiss in concert. Yeah. But uh, anyway. I did. But anyway, the uh, Heal Your Family Naturally event. Can you show that in the upcoming events tab? Because it's a really beautiful poster with all the folks that are now coming to it. It's been updated and modified. Uh, Doctors Terry and Stu Warner. This is happening November 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona uh, with uh, Dr. Jack Wolfson. Uh, is there, but look at that. Bobby Kennedy featured there right up front. Uh, Kevin Sorbo uh, apparently going to be there. Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. David Brownstein, John Witcher. Dr. James Thorpe, Kimberly Overton, Dr. Richard Urso, and Dr. Shannon Croner. I think, is it Shannon Croner that has that new book? It's like kind of a kid's book that it's okay not to be vaccinated or something. Yeah, it became wanting, really, really popular, did really well. We need to get her on the show and yeah. talk about that. I'm just thinking about that. I think that, I'm friends so. with her on Facebook. If I I'm think not you are. Yeah. And then we have the Autism Health Summit, thanks to uh, Tracy Slepsevic. And that'll be happening in, uh, let's see, 2nd and 3rd of February, 2024. First one for officially for next year. So there's a lot of cool events coming up, and I hope to see you at one or all of them. And, um, again, just appreciate the opportunity to be together with everybody. So let's see. What else? Anything else going on in the chat room today as we're wrapping up the show? In Rumble has been very quiet today. Rumble's not even, not even Marge today. Wow. wonder what happened. hope she's all right. Kate Daly probably had like a, an, a, a marathon an session. early show or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stop making fun of Kate, she said. Oh, my goodness. 
All right. So let's see. What else have I missed today? Again, the show went really quickly. I uh, loved having the guys from Great Britain on, you, the UK, United Kingdom. That was fun today with Mark and uh, and Robin. And just good memories from being over there, and I'm glad they're continuing the good works. Yes, sir. What do you got? Have you heard from Ty about tomorrow? Is he available or not? He should, well, he should be. Okay. That was the agreement. Let me see what he's doing here. Okay. I'll message him real quick and see if he responds. Sounds good. Even though he's lost a lot of weight, he's all muscle now. His bicep's still bigger than my head. I, I've got I've got to make peace with that. I'm never going to be that. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. But I like the fact that I, I've gotten more solid on the creatine. You know, this super creatine by the uh, Nutritional Frontiers. And they have this on sale this month. Awesome. If you guys want to try it, uh, 15% off with the RSB15 code on top of their discount for the month. So that's that's cool and timely. All right. Well, that is that's what I've got at the moment. So other than Ty, what, who else do we have on tomorrow? I want to show you this picture of, of Ty that he sent me. He was up in New York this last week or something. We have uh, the other Layla Ali on tomorrow. Before yes, Ty I mentioned it. that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I just sent you a picture of Ty, and you, to show you that his biceps are bigger than my head, uh, you got to see this picture. I don't know if you put that on the screen. It's like unbelievable. Jeez. I know. Yeah, I can put that on the screen if it'll, if it'll fit. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, if those biceps will fit. Yeah, dude. I mean, you can tell. I mean. He's been jacked in his life, hasn't he? On, on, yeah, I mean, that's it's the muscle memory that he has retained mm -hmm. um, is kind of like ridiculous there it is and boom see that yeah. that's crazy yeah <sighs> yep nope not gonna do it not that anyway <laughs> i'm happy with where i'm at anyway but yes yeah, very impressive way to go uh -huh. ty. so hopefully we'll hear from ty and how remedy's going i know a lot of people are watching it and sharing it so thank you thank you for that um, you probably don't have time. You're busy doing stuff like you hardly get sleep time. For what? You know, what are you talking about? To watch Remedy. You know, the different episodes. Yeah, you know, there. yeah, Saturdays are about my only day. Well, let's see, Friday evenings mm -hmm. and and Saturdays, uh, are, Friday and Saturday are, are the two days that I can possibly schedule stuff in there if I'm not doing stuff with the grandkids and stuff. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, it's not that I can't, but. Yeah. Speaking of which, what 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 do you see? Oh, it's just somebody turning around. Okay, okay. You're I got the new. I got seven I, cable or whatever. Uh, I think I think it's in the mailbox. I got uh, Riley and Autumn coming over. Oh, okay, playing grandpa. Yeah, happens. You're not a lot. playing grandpa. You're actually grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I just play one on TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just pretend. So let's see, tonight's episode of Remedy, episode seven coming up. They call it Medical Roulette. We're going to focus on influenza flu shots, also covering rotavirus and coronavirus shots, jabs, injections, etc. cetera. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on on that episode tonight. So if you, if you missed any of them, there's sign up now so you can get into it and then uh, let us know what you think. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Indeed, we will. I All think right. I gotta check out the. I've got to go out and pick pick some more uh, apricots to not get too far behind, and then 
Yeah. Well, talk to out. me about how we're going to do this giveaway. If we, if we, you know, we might not be able well, to figure it out by here's, Friday. Here, here's my plan because yeah. I appreciate the fact everybody who's calling in and participating. So every call we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll play, we'll listen to it. Okay. Okay. Well, and, and I don't know. We may not do them all at the same time. We might play them throughout the show. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll use the magic spinning wheel, which we haven't used in a while. We, we used to do that on a regular so we basis. A, we're going to do a random then instead of uh, best one, best call, or we could do two random and one that's so outstanding we have to award them. That's what I'm thinking. How many bags do you have? Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll make a decision. I don't know. I don't want to judge. You want to judge? Well, I mean, let's just be open. If there's some one that's so like. Like, you know, sometimes there's some that make us laugh so much, something that impacts us that we're like moved right. by it. That's what I'm talking. If there's something like Somebody that, who yeah. really went the extra mile. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah right. let's say thank you in that way back. So that's right. just what I'm thinking. And then we'll do two random. That's what we'll do. So, okay. Yeah. That's my sense of it. So. All right. It's your show, man. <laughs> Is it sometimes? Whatever you say. Sometimes I show up for it even. All right. Well, thanks yep. for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Jamie Dorley, Christine Glein. Thanks to Robin Daly and Mark Lintern from England. Uh, another great episode, I think, of the Robert Scott Bell Show. So thank you for joining us in the bonus round. Please share the show. And if you want to join us anytime on the next uh, Zoom AMA and watch the ones from previous uh, uh, months, then uh, come on over, become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. As little as five bucks a month, or you pay it all in advance if you want. And we you get a discount that. when you do that, by the way. Yeah. And it, yeah. again, it helps us for un, unforeseen things and covering other things. And uh, I want to just do a, before we sign off here, just a reminder: uh, if you haven't plugged in to the Folium products, I mentioned them an hour one briefly, but foliumpx.com is the website. A supercharged Chernobyl-level antioxidant activity from a botanical blend that is quite unique on this planet. And when you want to counteract things like ionizing radiation, this Chernobyl-level antioxidant activity. And they got the folium, the immuno, and the folium relax. In addition, to the original formula go through that three prong cycle. Uh, those of you who are really interested in like heavy metal stuff, you can get a, a baseline hair kind of thing, hair test analysis, and then a follow up after. You'll find it's extraordinary what you'll see as well. Uh, so thank you to Bobri, and he's got the RSB10 discount code. And uh, it is bug season for those of you in the summer in the northern hemisphere. Shout out to our friend Tor from Orange Guard. Orange Guard, we've talked about it before. It's the only thing safe if you want for uh, OMRI listed, if you will, for organic agriculture. And you have the ability to spray it around your pets, your kids, no harm in the, in the kitchen, no toxicity for you or your pets or kids. It's amazing. And orangeguard.com, but we really would encourage you to go into, if you, I'm not a big fan of Whole Foods, but granted, I like the fact that it may, it's made available through them. So you can support them. Usually they're like whole paycheck. I think they have actually a good price on uh, the Orange Guard. So check out the Whole Foods. Or if you don't see it, ask them. Mention it. Say, hey, where's the Orange Guard? You can also get it at your local Ace Hardware store, or if not, you can get go direct to OrangeGuard.com. And you know, it doesn't even have to be a thing because, yeah. uh, listen, we're, we're, uh, we're, we want to support Tor mm -hmm. and Orange Guard, yeah. uh, who is supporting this show <laughs> and is supporting what it is we do. So even if it's, let's say you live somewhere and there isn't a Whole Foods in your town. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be part of, of the RSB action team and, and support our sponsors, pick up yeah. the phone, call Whole Foods, 
mm-hmm. ask to speak to the manager and ask them if they carry Orange Guard. There you go. Just just plant the seed right in in nice. the, make a foot ring the phones. Do it if you happen to walk in there. That's one way. You know, when we talk about supporting the show, there's lots of ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's another way you can do it. Yeah. In this but, particular case, is we want Whole Foods to carry the Orange Guard. That will support Tor mm-hmm. and help him out and what he's trying to do and getting a good product out there, which will in turn then support the show. Very protective of the environment. So if you want yeah. really safe level pest control that's not toxic to you or your pets or your kids. That's what I'm talking about. He's a true environmentalist at heart, kind of like the Bobby Kennedy style, right? That is a man of integrity that doesn't just say it. He actually lives it, does it, develops it. So thank you, Tor. Thank you to all of you for your consideration and and all those levels of support. I appreciate that. And tomorrow, God willing, we'll be back less than 22 hours from now, rocking the health world on the Robert Scott Bell Show or Super Don Show, depending on what day it is. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, have a good afternoon. We will see you tomorrow.